0: Hey guys,
1: tonight's episode is brought to you by AP Prep. That is AP Prep in Chillicothe, Ohio. One of our good old buddies, Jason Prater, started this business a long time ago, man, and they earn every day at AP Prep. So if you're sitting around, maybe carrying a few extra pounds, much like myself and uh, you know, being a chubby bartender, and you want to get your fat ass to work, Get over there, get a hold of Jason Prater at AP Prep, or maybe you're a young athlete that wants to be your best you. Earn the day at AP Prep. This episode is also brought to you by Gillum Insurance, specializing in life, farm, auto, home, and commercial insurance. Give them a call at 740-395-0357 for a quote today. If you want to get treated right, save a little money and make sure your stuff is covered properly. Gillum insurance is chubby bartender endorsed. This episode is brought to you by your locally owned and operated McDonald's restaurants. They've been proudly serving Jackson and the surrounding area for over 40 years. Thank you to all of the communities that have supported us throughout the years. We truly appreciate your business. Get in there and try one of those apple fritters, man, and the other baked goods. The man has got it going on. The Chubby Bartenders is also brought to you by Geiger Brothers. Bringing value to the construction process is our main priority, the cornerstone of our reputation, and the mission of our business. A company-wide philosophy focused on collaboration and teamwork, delivering excellence to our clients' projects. With over 110 years of continuous service to Southern Ohio, Geiger Brothers embraces the challenges presented to us and while steadfastly maintaining the core values that set us apart, commitment, knowledge, and innovation. Whether your project requires a design, build, or construction management delivery method, or simply requires Geiger Brothers to self-perform process piping, specialized code welding, heavy rigging, civil and structural work, or mechanical services, do not hesitate to call them at 740. two eight six zero eight zero zero geiger brothers ladies and gentlemen great guys chubby bartender endorsed well scott king ladies and gentlemen that's who we have tonight welcome sir Scott, yeah, is welcome, the, welcome to the cigar smokes. Scott. Hey, no, no, yeah, yeah. Thanks, yeah, thanks for having. Me. Yes, we, we, we are on the coffee though. You know, yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, we got the Stanley thermoses out hey, tonight. Hey, yes,
2: chad has got his. Uh, yeah. You got it with you over I there?
1: Sure yeah. Oh, hey, How about a little Stanley's cheer right man? here. Yeah, 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 we're we're working uh, we're working for a sponsorship
2: here. Yeah, exactly.
3: Well, usually I see you guys consuming other things, and yes. tonight you bring well, coffee, we, and well, this is not going to be an all-nighter or something well, no, like that, you know,
1: occasionally we, we – now, we, we have been known to go coffee on this. <laughs> uh,
2: we, we have. I we mean, mean, have. Uh, you know, it's, it's one of those deals where uh, we, we feel like whenever the conversation needs our A game, you yes. know, yes. then then we better drink the coffee, you oh, know, yeah. And, yeah. And, and, you, know, you know, we, we kind of like to portray ourselves as, uh, you know, bar room advice. And, and, you know, every now and then a cup of coffee at the bar might be a good idea. It's, yeah, yeah. yeah. We
1: yeah. like to show all the full range. Yeah. You I can mean, never you know, go wrong with yeah, I mean, coffee. Yeah, yeah. Now, we love, uh, I mean, we, we love our, our bush latte and, and, and bourbon and our bourbon. We've yeah. been doing a lot of bourbon lately. Yeah. We're actually due a night of coffee. Because, yeah, we were, uh, yeah. we, I, I mean, I've pretty my, physical with I'm gonna Miami put State. myself in the penalty box on that. I, I need a night of, uh, <laughs> of off the, off the 100 proof. Yeah. I was getting pretty slurry at the end of those, uh, <laughs> <laughs> podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: They're kind of straying a little
2: bit. Yeah. Here, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's right. pretty
1: random. Yeah. But,
2: uh, no, man. Well, thanks for coming on. So you are from the Southern Ohio, Krav Maga. You are the founder and CEO and, uh, instructor head instructor and just the the whole deal and you you, yeah. you just brought us you just gave us a tour of your office and i had no idea i had an idea but i didn't realize the extent of of everything that you've done so we're going to talk about a lot here oh, yeah. i'm ready that's ready? why ready? i
3: thought you know what maybe it's no telling where this could go because i've watched you too i've studied oh, yeah. and i thought <laughs> well okay. to be honest with you we
1: don't know if we get into some
3: things at least we're able to back it up and give them some confidence oh hey that, okay, well yeah, I'll, I'll, t- I'll right.
1: tell you though that uh very interesting office I, I could probably spend a couple hours in there and completely wear you out with questions okay. but I mean I, I imagine it, it I left. imagine I imagine it huh you have since we left <laughs> I know I haven't stopped I, I imagine though that you probably enjoy talking about that so I, yeah I or, or not I mean I, I because sometimes you know that stuff can be difficult to talk about
3: no, i you know i like I like talking about it, I mean, I think it's it's just woven into the fabric of of who yeah. you become you yeah
1: know. well I mean guys, just to give you a quick tour here mentally, I mean, it basically is because a chronicle it is it is a chronicle of Scott's service record in you know military. Uh, law, law enforcement uh, private security forces uh krav maga i mean it, yeah. it is uh, and, and let me tell you something it, it is not undecorated it is it is a really neat yeah. uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh i mean you may you need know. a bigger office yeah yeah Yeah. <laughs> i'd say Small, you've got enough
2: uh, material smaller life yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: it uh so you know i was i saw on your uh i think it was your facebook page you know you had all your stuff that you know you're formerly this formerly that, you know how that you list yeah. your job stuff and man you have you've been a you've been a part of a lot so you you know you're originally from southern ohio obviously southern Ohio Crawford uh you know grew up right down the road and then uh you know so so take us in from uh from age eighteen you know take us after you graduated high school you know
3: I, you know i enlisted in the marine corps the delayed entry and oh. uh
2: were you into we, what what was your high school life like was you were you uh because now, I mean, you're a fighting instructor now, so I mean, you know.
3: Um. Uh, I wasn't an instructor then. Yeah, I mean, the Fighting was present, but yeah. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, that was the learning stage, I guess. Yeah. And being from Wellston, too, it's just yeah. sort yeah.
0: of a, you know, yeah. it's a prerequisite, I sure. guess. Sure, that
1: right. Mustangs.
3: Yeah. So,
0: uh, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Did, were, you, were you involved in a lot of sports and stuff like that in high school, or, or what? Not, uh,
3: n- not really, yeah. Um, there was a, I'll, I'll call it a season, but no more. It's like a more of a season in life where I went over to Chillicothe. Don Madden, you guys know Don Madden? He had. I was on a boxing team over there. Oh, okay. And uh, Don is a worldwide legend in the martial yeah. arts, but cool. he also taught boxing. Okay. And he was a he was a great mentor. But I spent a little bit of time time there. And so you
1: uh, had interest in, in in getting some training then.
3: Yeah, I, I, looking back now, I think so. You know, you're uh, young and you don't really know what yeah. you're doing. You just right, don't like right. to try that, you know. Yeah. yeah. So you get in, you do it. Um, Organized sports, um, my my buddies. We were seniors, and they'd all came up playing football. Uh-huh. They're all, all all through school. I never I never did, but we played. So this senior, they said, "Come out, uh-huh. let's all finish together. Let's get a, you know, we'll do this together." Uh-huh. That's cool. They said you're going to get a pity letter if nothing else. <laughs> you know, you know, we know, we know you don't know what you're doing, but we're going to help you. And I said, oh, "Oh, okay, I'm on board with this." Yeah. And uh, it's a good story, but it's kind of a regret too. So we go halfway through the season. Uh-huh. And back then, I want to say Jody Michael was coach, but I think we also had Paul Blankenship. Oh,
1: that's... now and date yourself. What what year did you graduate? Eighty one. Eighty one. Eighty cool. okay. one. So I've been so out a, a little born. bit.
3: Oh. Yeah, I've yeah, been out a little bit. And um, every Wednesday at practice, you could you could challenge someone uh-huh. for their starting position. That was right. kind of the kind of the rule. And uh, I. Yeah, that was the thing. If you beat them, if you beat them in this series of drills, then yeah, you, know, you can start. Even mm-hmm. if it's the kickoff, you're going to hear your name on the last one. are going to yeah. get you out oh, of there yeah. before <laughs> you make a mistake. Yeah. So anyway, we did this. You know, I saw I, I earned my place to start, and uh, and I didn't get it. And being a dumb kid, you know, I was uh, I was a little bit uh, disgruntled with it. And we were halfway through the season.
2: Hard part's over.
3: And I said, yeah. I'm done. And you quit. I said, why why did why? They, you know they come and say, Well, why are you doing this? I said because. Don't you want to play football? I said, Yeah, I want to play football. Uh-huh. But all I get done is practicing football. Right. So phew, out yeah. I went. And I, yeah. I regret
1: that. Well, you know, yeah. you know, though, I, how many people have that story? I got the same story in college football, yeah. man. Like, I mean, you know, same but sport, what you, it's really tough to get back and, and grab that 18 year old and say, Hey, oh. man, you know, you're, yeah. you're going to look at this differently one of these days. Everything, yeah. yeah every, you know. But, but I look at it, though, as, man, it's, it's a great lesson learned. Early well, you, in life, do you think yeah. some
2: of that may be why you've went on and done so many things? I mean, you know, or or had a had a go, uh, 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 drive to uh, succeed, I guess, or I because you're you're apparently you're very after being through your office, you're very uh, what's the word I want to say? Uh, I don't want to say like civic minded, but in a way
1: like very, very driven, very service oriented. Very service oriented is it? yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, you know, the noble answer would be to say yes. Oh. I learned, to, but I got to tell you, you know, we're going to be truthful
3: here tonight. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, mostly. Um, <laughs> I, no, I, I don't think it had an effect on, on that. I mean, in later life, yeah. in the, when we reflect, I look back and think.
2: Wish you'd have finished.
3: Yeah,
1: well, come on, yeah. man. But like,
3: was this a key piece? No. No, no. no but, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. it gives me, you know, I think it doesn't come into play. It's one of those things that goes in your back pocket. and then yeah. later on, You don't life, play it unless you need to. When you're, yeah, When your
1: kids well, th- say, yeah, no, no,
3: no, let me tell you a story about something I did, and I regret it. So, boom, that's what that's the that, And then you're also
1: coaching several people in Krav Maga to some extent. Extent. i and mean is, and, and you might have somebody that's maybe showing some promise and they're like ah, i'm quitting man i'm done you know you got a story to share with them yeah
3: yeah you know. and it it helps um so but if anything as far as the the path uh-huh. that that kind of my life i've kind of carved out was i think what happened is uh there you just find something you like and yeah. that you're kind of good at yeah and you just gravitate did, did it, you, you know? think
1: that that started at paris island then when when you graduated and went oh to, i have no doubt I mean, you know that was in me early i mean even so as you, a kid so you leave always, high
2: school you go enlist in the go in the marine corps in the marine corps
3: okay. paris island yeah. yeah and had
1: you already determined like did you know at a younger age like hey look i'm 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 going to go into the military oh yeah
3: and i want to be a marine yeah, it drove my parents crazy. Oh, you okay. Know, I yeah, think they yeah. wanted me just to settle down. And back yeah, then, yeah. The, the coal mines were booming. And <laughs> oh, all, yeah, yeah. 18-year-olds were making, you know, oh, driving sure. around. 30, big, 40 grand. And yeah. Big money ba- back Big then. money back again, I said, yeah. I don't care. I want to go yeah. this way. Okay. So uh, so I did. And that was, you know, that's, yeah. that experience started. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So
2: how many years did you do in the Marine Corps? Three
3: years. You did three years? Just yeah. three years, in and out. Yeah. In and it out. It came straight out, almost straight out. You know, there you'd... Take time to decompress or whatever, or just loaf for a couple yeah. couple weeks, and then I went, you know, went into law enforcement shortly after that, and then started okay. working that line. Yeah, which um, um, I
2: didn't realize how how many webs were off of that line till
1: about a uh, twenty uh, minutes. Ago. Yeah, about twenty <laughs> minutes. ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, did you start just? Uh, I mean, like, like like a what do they call it? like a patrolman or a sheriff's deputy well, no, or what 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 I, I what would, did you start with? I would say you know.
3: Um, the first, the first job, I think I had was coming out. I went. I was a driver's license examiner. Oh my! For the for the used highway. To, used to just scare I the saw, shit I, out of kids. <laughs> no, <okay>. It
2: was <laughs> the other way around. Oh, oh they <laughs> I saw the Department of Transport or the uh, it was it Department of Transportation. No, whatever uh, it was, uh, uh, at the PUCO. Yeah, PUCO. PUCO. I yeah. saw your PUCO badge over yeah, there
3: yeah. in your yeah. thing. So what happened there I was, was like, my uh, God, this guy's done everything. <laughs> yeah, I think those guys. You know, I, mean, I got more. I got scary stories from from that too. Yeah, yeah. But I worked there. I worked there a while, and then um, just a couple couple years, and I went to PUCO. And then what happened there was, you begin to, oh man, there's a lot of stuff going on there. Simultaneous, it's like you got this burst of energy, you know. And I started going to school, picking up. Uh, Training got my OPATA certification, Uh and um, what's that? Uh Ohio Peace Officer Training. Well, Ohio Peace Officer Training Council, or OPATA is Ohio Peace Officer Training Academy. But you got certified to okay Uh as a police officer. Okay, and um, and I I really started uh, showing a knack for for working drugs. Working, okay. you know, narcotics and not on the highway. Working mm-hmm. and I, you know, I went, back then. There wasn't a whole lot of interdiction as we know it now. But, interdiction. Uh, when you're setting up, uh, you know, you're trying to get the the loads, yeah, coming yeah. in. Yeah. Uh,
1: do, it, does PUCO are they are they active in that or no? Okay, but, no, but the, they, the, they uh, now uh, do they work? Not to. We'll get back to that. I just want to reset this with with PUCO. Do they work in conjunction with the state highway patrol or are they a uh, i mean a branch or what yes yes Uh, and yeah
3: at the time we were separate state agencies and but we you know we kind of shared the road and you'd see us parked in the crossovers together and having coffee and stuff um and what happened was you know the PUCO just regulates the commercial trucking industry from a safety standpoint Mm -hmm. are your tires flat is your truck safe to be on the road is the load falling off breaking people's windshields and stuff like that but on the interstate well 35 uh I worked a lot over around seventy-five, seventy-one, uh, uh-huh. outside Cincinnati, um, and I began to uh, it opened. They began to get these guys. You, you know, you'd cite them for drug possession, alcohol uh-huh. possession, DUI, yeah. and that was, it was in the regulations, uh-huh. but. Um, that wasn't really what your primary mission
1: was, probably. Well,
3: it, just, it was there, but it just wasn't enforced. You know how mm-hmm. you guys have ever been involved in something, and all of a sudden you bring the new young blood in, uh-huh. and it's like this kid is stirring things up. Yeah, and, that- <laughs> you know, he's not doing anything wrong, but he's yeah. doing too many things right. And yeah. so being, you, know, you begin to kind of stand out. Yeah. Some ways good, and then for the old
1: regime, it was yeah, like, they're kind of like, oh, Hey, look, go, dude, know. hey, be we, more like Scott, guys, and they're all like, yeah, hey, you Then you got the other, <laughs> yeah, you, you know,
3: know, the politicians in Columbus, said, leave that to the patrol, come on, we don't want to get into that messy stuff, uh-huh. but we did, you know, I drug them in through that. And like I say, in the meantime, I'm getting training on the side, and um, Butch Habern, you guys okay. remember? Oh, yeah, heck yeah. Uh, yeah, Sheriff Habern, uh-huh. um, a longtime family friend, you know, he gave me my first. Commission to go Uh through the school and then I began to volunteer up here Um, and then I think in 1980 I worked with some drug task forces but in in 1980 I'm gonna say 86 96 sorry Uh 96 um, I became a felony investigator for the Athens County prosecutor's office okay, and okay. 85% of those duties involved running this drug task force based out of Athens, which was like an eight county from Marietta, uh, Morgan County, all the way down to Sciota, just like down mm-hmm. along the river. And that was, we, I, you know, I went to work every day in Athens in an office, but then I had six agents and. Yeah, they you know, were. You dispatch them to different places, and huh. and then that's how you generate. You yeah. work with those sheriffs and those prosecutors in those counties. So would that like. have been? No, that
2: wouldn't have been the bureau. I saw you were also a part of the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and
3: Firearms. They sent me. They sent me to school, um, advanced undercover investigative techniques in Glencoe uh, at their academy.
2: Uh, Glencoe, I've And that was what? yeah,
3: Glencoe. That was a couple weeks, uh, Glencoe, Georgia, Federal Law Enforcement Training Center, and um, then we worked cases with them and I got sort of you know I got sort of certificates
1: of appreciation and and then then you also were with the DEA correct DEA
3: uh, you know I wasn't with these guys but you you go there and you work oh yeah we 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 work together Um, DEA I went to uh, drug it's called drug unit commanders Academy and then by then I was a lieutenant at at Ross County Sheriff's Office running and the reason they pulled me in is because they wanted you know I could write grants Oh, and that's yeah. kind of mm-hmm. nice. And anytime you find yeah. someone that can bring money in, like, sure, come yeah. on board with oh, yeah, us. Yeah,
2: yeah. There's a lot of money out there, isn't there? It was a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, a lot of money. It was
3: too. a lot of money. And you know, the funny thing was, um, they were they were when I say they, Ron Ron Nichols was the sheriff there at the time, and he was really ambitious, and his heart was in the right place. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he was stretching the boundaries of of the kind of the sheriff's office you know at some point in time it almost crossed over from being a law enforcement agency to a social service agency mm-hmm. you know they had programs getting involved with seniors and all this and senior care and picking people up and, and which was which was a nice thing right right but it still draws resources from what from, you have got from what your there. primary mission is we weren't affected by that too much because we were um i was a lieutenant over the special investigations unit and once again that was all task force and vice crimes and undercover work Mm -hmm. um but it's funny because through the grant you know uh one of the one of the hard one of the hard sales with him is i said look we need to we need to start we need to start this task force now because i've dealt with them at the state Mm -hmm. and i think i know what's going to appeal to them uh if you submit a packet saying uh, we want you to fund this they're going to read it, and they're going to sit and talk about it. And I said, but what I like to do is come around. I want to try a different strategy. Let's get this in operation. And then I want to put numbers on this uh-huh. where we've, you know, we've did forfeitures and seizures, arrests, convictions, and so on. And my catch line to them is going to be I'm not asking you to fund a philosophy. I'm asking you to fund a project. We're already doing this. We're already uh-huh. showing success. Bam they bid on that and then i think it still may be funded i don't know but yeah for several years yeah
1: so did the 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 krav maga journey (coughs) start during this time or (laughs) or this is probably a different Um, uh, story first of all let's tell everybody
2: i mean if we're going to krav maga let's tell everybody what krav maga is because i'll be honest with you i mean i've known you around jackson here for some time i mean Mm -hmm. a few years anyway and um I didn't really know what it was until here recently I was uh, at the
1: YMCA and sold the class and I was like
2: shit they're over whipping ass. Yeah, well I, I remember I
1: remember the first time he was doing advertisements on Facebook when he first started and I was like, Man, what is I googled the, the heck out of that man. Yeah. And I'm like, Ooh, Israeli special for wow. Well, <laughs> it, it, um, okay,
3: well, Krav Maga. It's it's two words. They're both Hebrew and it stands for contact combat Mm -hmm. and that sounds oh like wow you know really exciting and stuff but um you know it's and this is when i when i go do seminars and stuff i try and explain to people uh uh, i i never say that krav maga is better or this or that i always just say krav maga is different and Mm -hmm. krav maga it makes no apollo it is israeli it's 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 uh-huh. it's from israel and um it's very aggressive um and I say Krab magozm it's it's not a technique based system in other words i don't i don't worry about I noticed how that. well you throw it's yeah. it's aggression it's repeatedness yeah, it? it, it, it's and, it's it's a it's philosophy yeah. and uh
2: it seems like a very from what i watched it it seemed like a very um what i will say uh not, I don't want to say actions packed but like it seemed like a very uh, not attack but if you're being attacked attack back and here's how you're well, going to do it as hard as you can as hard yeah. as you can That's okay. just from the what four classes I've been on the other side of the gym and watched you know because Gibson does the P3 oh yeah, there. Yeah, yeah so uh you know, I, I watched it, and, I mean, you've got, what, 30, 40 people over there sometimes. It, it used to be big. It used to be. Big. Yeah, yeah, before, before the COVID. Is.
3: COVID stopped it in its tracks. and But okay. now it's starting to grow again, gradually come up. And then the, the beautiful thing about this is on, on you know, as, it, as we go through this next evolution, is it's all new faces. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I like that yeah you know because yeah. it's reaching more it's reaching more people yeah I've seen like a that. lot of new people in
2: there man it's uh, I mean I think you, you've built up a great thing so so tell you know what what could you um, uh, okay so so you you learnt, you started this journey of, of combat what was it combat?
1: Contact. Oh, Con- yeah, contact combat. Exactly.
2: Contact combat. So you, you start learning all this stuff into, you know, you're, you're going through all these different agencies. And, and, you know, was this something that you just got? Who,
1: where did you figure this out at? You know, because, I mean, not everybody's going to say, oh, yeah, I want to research. Yeah, and, and my, my question uh, along with that is, Scott, why Krav Maga? okay yeah that's a great because question. there's all kinds of there's all kinds of martial arts out there or is this a martial art uh, well
3: they it's lumped in there we say we're heavy on the martial and light on the art okay <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know um krav maga it it uh it makes no apologies uh, it, it i don't think anything in it is original uh right. meaning you know, a punch is a punch, a, a uh-huh. kick, a roundhouse kick, a kick to the jewels, yeah, uh, yeah. eye gouges, throat strikes, whatever you right. can do. All that has been developed from somewhere. But I think what Krav Maga does is it takes the things and that I don't want to make this sound too dramatical, but it, this is part of the where it gets into the philosophy of things. If it can hurt, hurt you and cause damage, uh-huh. then we can use that. Yeah. You right. know, I'm not going to waste my time on something that's just going to get your attention. Or it, right. If it's time for me to employ those tools off my belt, then I need yeah. to put this threat down immediately. Right. And
1: uh, Very action-oriented. Uh, you know, <laughs> Take action now. <laughs> Direct action, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know,
3: I've had people ask me before, and they say, well, have you ever had to use the, your craft macaw? Uh-huh. And in their mind, they're thinking, you know, have you ever had to beat somebody up? Uh-huh. I said, no, yeah, I use it every day. You know, yeah. <laughs> and this is where I think um, I will say one of the things that that helps—I'm not even going to say set apart, but distinguish Krav Maga uh, in—it's it, more of a what I say a holistic system, okay. uh, meaning that uh, back on the do you use? And I use it every day. Is the first thing is situational awareness so not yeah. only
1: physical but psychological
3: it, yeah well and i think this is why you find a lot of the uh you know the special forces and the other the, the anti-terrorism units kind of drifting toward this they may not call it krav Maga, but when you talk to them well yeah, yeah we've been sent to israel to learn something or we've yeah. had an israeli join <laughs> us to learn something yeah. which goes back to how i got started right. in this okay. okay um so um so it's, it's, the, the it's, choke holds, the you know some of that stuff. Oh, it's it's BJJ. Okay. Um, the elbows. Oh yeah, it's all Muay Thai. Yeah. Okay. But when you begin to put all of this together, and then what happens with Krav Maga? And here's where I think it distinguishes itself is, as you 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 introduce that, um, that ability to recognize threat, react to it uh, in a very aggressive manner. If you if you can't get away, right. You know, and and when I do the seminars, I think people come in, and even sometimes at the class. They expect um, some type of uh, magic pill or some kind of ninja tactic. And, and I say, no, 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 no. You know, the best self-defense, the best self-defense is don't be there. self well, yeah. learning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Self-martial, don't be there. I recognize that threat. I pull out. I can tell you overseas, that saved me more. Times than that's than a anything. that's a lifesaver. That's not
2: a that's not a let's get you home. That's a yeah. that's a that that's that saved your life. Being
3: yeah, exactly. Just oh. you you look at it, you know, because you're dead <laughs> and you're overseas. You're <laughs> yeah, and you're dead.
2: Yeah. And it's yeah, over, yeah. And, and that's what I mean. That's that. I mean, you know, uh not that this you're going. This is where the chubby bartenders gets chubby, you know. <laughs> but uh so you know, I had that scare last week with with not that I was going to die, but I'm saying like. Uh, the awareness factor; it can happen in anything, right? So, so you said use it every day, okay? So, you know, you mean, you know, you're talking about self-defense, but you're, I'm sure you're aware on other topics
3: as well. You know, you're just you're just trying to stay alert. If you're alert in one thing, odds are you're going to be alert in another, right? Well, you're it, staying that way. When we were coming up the stairs, you know, Chad made a comment. Like, you know, I was always interested in the and I said, no, no, every, we we've all got this in us. And the key thing is, and this is where I like to you know, mentor or coach people is just learn to listen to that voice because yeah. the way we're wired, you know, when something's not right. yeah. Uh, no. and it's happened to us here. I don't want to call anybody out, but there are local businesses here that after 10, 11, 30 at night, you go in and you see people milling around outside and you think, I really want that little Debbie, but it's probably uh-huh. not worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I will call this business out because it always happens to me every time. Uh-huh. Whenever I'm in Columbus and it's time to come home and the gas tank is on, like, quarter tank and you think, okay, when I came through Circle Hill, it was this price. Chillicothe was this price. But, you know, it's really cheap here at that Speedway on oh, yeah. South High Street. You know which oh, one I'm yeah. talking Carole, about? yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, 23. yeah. I think twenty-three. So, yeah, you yeah. know, and it's always dark out yeah. and you always yeah. pull in and there's people milling everywhere and you can see yeah. shadows in the yeah. bushes and you see cars parked sure, over yeah, the alley yeah, yeah, with sure. people up to the passenger window, yeah, and you think,
2: you know a, a street I think is really dark in town, and I, I mean I do a lot of late night jogging or walking in town. Portsmouth Street. Have you noticed like how dark? It's, like, it's kind of dark, yeah. man. It's dark down in there too, man. I was like, man, we need some. Light. I, it's not that there's not light, but what it is, it seems like the trees have just gotten so big and, and it just and it just covers yeah, them up. Yeah, it just know. you know, but uh, but you know I think a lot of people. I almost oh. knocked out. I think a lot of people. Maybe it's just me. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but, okay, so take it from – I've never taken any type of self-defense, no, no. karate, no nothing, okay? Uh, I did a boxing uh, thing with Prater, and I did a boxing thing at the, with in Nelsonville whenever I was going to hockey. I did, you know, whenever yeah. uh, to that – I forget the name of it now. I should know this. But went over there a couple times. Uh, other than that, I know nothing. But if I hear the term Krav Maga – or, or even Muay Thai, or uh, hey, you know, I know Curtis J. John. He does Bondo, great friend of mine. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you hear those things, and and I don't think that people really, you know, it's it's easy on on the le- on the top level of that. It's real easy to say, oh, that's just some self defense class, or or well, I don't think I need that. I don't, you know, I don't need to be any tougher, I guess. Or or they think well. You know, that's just something to go beat somebody up or, or something. They they think that, but what they don't really—this is what I've noticed just in recent YouTube discoveries on oh. watching guys like you watching the Chromebook. There's another guy, uh, the Taylor guy. There's it Taylor Joe Joe Taylor. I don't. Yeah, he's doing something I don't the know. BJJ what. BJJ. Okay. And he's, yeah, he's which, he's a good which guy. BJJ uh, Brazilian jiu jitsu. Br- yeah. Brazilian jiu jitsu. Okay. And then Curtis does Bondo. So then I've really got into watching UFC here lately, okay? And just, you know, last night we got to talk about the Tyson fight last night, too. But, uh, did you watch it? No.
3: I did. It was awesome. No. <laughs>
2: uh, but anyway, but, you know, so I, I watch, and you, and you hear these guys, you know, obviously we watch a lot of Rogan. You watch Joe Rogan? Sometimes. Sometimes, Sometimes I've yeah. seen some of his you know, podcasts. Yeah, he's and, good. And he's yeah. real good. He's the best in the world. Uh-huh. Uh, but, you know, so, you know, I, I've realized that it's more of a, uh, like, they'll use different – Areas. It's not about just whipping somebody's ass. It's it's more about number one. It's it's keeping you more alert. You know. It's more. It's it's kind of like that lifestyle thing. Like you'd have to kind of be looking for it to find it. But it's a it's a lifestyle
1: or a. Um, I, I would call it a discipline. Yeah, discipline. Perhaps, but I think that's yeah.
2: a bad word to use for it because that's a scary word for a lot of people. You know. That,
1: <laughs> but does this make sense? What I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. i I get it. Yeah. I mean, how I, do I you look at it. like those classes? How do you see them? I mean, I don't know, man. I think I would probably be your regular uh, ham and egg'er out there that you know uh, took a Taekwondo class when I was in you know elementary school or something, and uh, would always ask like, "Well, what, what belt are you, man? You know, like yeah. well, what uh, what what belt have you achieved or whatever?" And you
2: could ask that, and so what if somebody said yellow? Would you have any
1: clue? What no, that, no. But 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 what I'm saying is though, I I I, I separate that when I when I'm looking at Krav Maga, I could be completely wrong. It just seems more functional. Than, than like, taekwondo or something like that, Which I mean I don't I don't know anything about them. But like, but see, it's not its this, It's not its own style, is it? Or it's 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 using a lot of those styles. That's what I mean. It just seems functional. I yeah. mean, like, you know, somebody somebody tries to do something to somebody oh, that, 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 to that's trained. Page, isn't it? Oh, it's there, isn't it? so there. No, it's in my pocket. Oh, you, no, you I'll get calling back. No, 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 no. Well, you can hit the button if you want okay. to. all right uh, Whatever yeah, does it, stops that. There you yeah. go. Yeah, if somebody, I mean, but like you know, this, this you're is you're not something. gonna be rude, man. Then. We're smoking cigars, We're usually drinking coffee, cussing, saying, "Yeah, yeah, it's fine." Feel real good about yeah. yourself, right? Yeah. now. Yeah. but no, we. I mean, I just, think, I mean, I look at that as like, okay. And I used to. I've I, I've I've given this uh, you know drunken philosophy many times. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> like like let's say let's say you know I'm training in Taekwondo. I'm just I'm not picking on Taekwondo. I'm just using that. I took I took like a classes for a year when I was a little kid. Okay. Big class. I mean yeah. What I what I would say to that is it seems like okay that is a a a very good fighting style probably if i'm fighting somebody else in like a match where they're using taekwondo as well and it's and it's technique based and i'm trying to score with particular punches or something but like to say that that would translate to the real world if somebody came up and put a gun to my head or something i'd you know yeah i I know i guess that would be my take on Yeah, that's and deeper than you, me. Yeah, you, you're going. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you're exactly right. And
3: not to not to disrespect Taekwondo. No, no, no. Way, and that's and that's the last thing I was warm. trying to do. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All of our kicks and stuff.
1: Yeah, that's come yeah. from Taekwondo. Yeah, because right. yeah, they're
3: right. great. You know, our knees and elbows is Muay Thai, uh, so on. But and this is this goes to why the I elbows, think, man.
2: UFC's opened that whole tech that whole thing up to me. I didn't realize the damage you could do with an elbow. Oh, they're
3: amazing. And you know, there's a, you know. If if you want to break it down mechanically, you know I mean I, I've got the scars on them because yeah. I've just thrown so many. But yeah. you can open up somebody like a can, with a can of sardines with these things. Yeah. But they here. You know the thing is, I've got to be close to employ these. Yeah. So right. and usually I like to have keys to open up the door. Boom, headbutts uh-huh. and so uh-huh. on, uh-huh. Uh, which takes me in closer. <laughs> <because> <laughs> Because once I go on, yeah. once I go on the a- advance or the, yeah. you know, my defense is my attack. So I'm just right. going. to – I don't want to sound dramatic, but yeah. once well, no, like, once it, I flip that switch and go, yeah. Well, yeah. And that's
1: what Crawford so That's yeah. the switch. And, and there is there? There's probably, uh, I, I imagine, in, in your classes and everything. Is there? You have to probably figure that trigger point at some point, like you know. When do I employ this skill? I, that's where the situational awareness
3: comes in. Now, in okay. class, I call it "go button." You have to decide when to hit hit your go button. You know, right. so uh, let's go. Let's go back to Speedway mm-hmm. up okay. on South High Street. Okay. Um. So we're pumping our gas. Our family's in the car. We've all been in these scenarios now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and, it, and it, it, it may have never happened to you. It has never happened to me. But we. But it could. Yeah. So here comes the person up. Hey, uh-huh. what time is it? Have you got a light? You know, and they're shuffling oh. and see right away. Um, you know, there's I guess uh like like a German shepherd in me. My hair begins to stand up, and I'm like, "Yeah, And I used to get even out here, even at our Walmart. I've told people, I said, "That's close enough." What do you want? My wife says, "Why are you so mean to people?" Yeah. What if that was what if that was twenty man? Yeah. 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 You know, and and I say because I I understand that unless they have a Mm-hmm. A weapon. Yeah, uh, they have to get close to me to hurt me. Yeah. And so it's easier for me because the best self-defense is not me beating them down or getting... It's me not being there. Right. I don't know what time it is. No, I don't smoke. I don't, you know, yeah, yeah. go away. It's okay to be rude if you start to feel threatened. And this is when I do the seminars. And, and, and this
2: is where... You're, you're not saying that that's the way you are. If I walk... I mean, I've walked to, to you several times. You've never told me to get the hell away it, or but not. But
1: it's, it's a threatening manner. It, but like, it, but it's, if it's
2: threatening to you, then it's like... It's yeah, when you get that button,
3: you know? Yeah. And, um, and the funny thing about about seminars when I go around, whether I'm doing, you know, kids are my favorite. I work with developmentally disabled. I work with elderly. And, Uh you know, at some point in time, like the DD and the elderly, it crosses over and it's not, I don't call it self defense. Uh, Uh It, it you know, becomes self protection. Right. Uh, Because you protect yourself, make noise, get out, draw attention Uh to yourself. You know, that's why fire trucks and police cars have sirens because they want us looking and saying, Oh my, what's going on over there? And then you go help. Yeah. But, uh, so you run a two or three hour seminar, and let's say I've got a women's group or church group or something, and you have to—I I call this the CPU because I want to speak common language everyone understands—and they're having fun, you know, and I want to make it lighthearted. It's, I don't scare people. You—if right. they're smiling and laughing, they're more open right. to learning, sure, and, sure, and yeah. and they absorb more. But so you got to pack all this stuff in, and I start with situational awareness, and by the end of the, the session, you know, their shirts are sweating. They're like, "Yeah, this is," yeah, because you might never see them again. You never get them back. Yeah. So you want to download as much onto their hard Uh drive as you can Uh and, and equip them. And, you know, uh, I've been validated with that a lot of times with stores that came back and said, uh, (laughs) uh, you know, um, let me run through this. How could this play out real quick? You know, uh, without naming locations or names or times or anything like that, you know, there've been times I've went to one of the things I, I do, on the quiet uh-huh. you don't see this on the web as you know you go to the domestic violence shelters and you work with yeah. with them uh-huh. and uh, so there have been instances that have trickled back there and said you know what 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 you taught me it uh-huh. it helped me in this situation and then your eyes just fill with tears when you hear what uh-huh. you know what they were and adding.
1: and, and are, are you saying that like even even if somebody had one class hmm. and learned some of these techniques that they could they could apply that immediately or or, I mean it's probably just like anything else you have to practice it over and over again uh, you know Chad
3: that's what I that's what I want (laughs) to believe but still it's like uh, you know you can give someone information and and even they'll feel I love the word empowerment because I in the seminars you have a magic moment where you see people begin to realize man I can do this I don't have to be Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. but um, I've watched them in your class. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've watched them just sometimes <laughs> the shit out <laughs> of a <them> bag. <back. laughs> yeah. They enjoy it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, into yeah, yeah, yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So they have fun, but you can give them this information. You can teach them. You can show them stuff. But at the end of the day, it's going to be tag. You're it now. You know, right. you've you've been given this, mm-hmm. and what you well, do with it's it is there. Now, yeah, it's it's, it's up there. To you. You know. That's why I come back and I come back around. and I say, you know, aggression is so so important. Aggression. Well, I'm going to go as far as you see these instructors say, 90% of the time, I'll go as far as say almost 100% of the time, aggression will overcome technique. Uh-huh. Knowing technique just makes your aggression hurt
1: more. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> when yeah. I teach
3: kids to get them to be mean, because they're uh-huh. timid anyway, uh-huh. I always have a joke, and I say, okay... um, Over there in that trash can, I said, before we start, on the way in, I picked up this little raccoon, but I said, it's got rabies. You guys know what rabies is? And they, oh, yeah, yeah. And I said, rabies makes it kind of crazy. I said, it's over there thrashing and clawing and biting. I said, I need a volunteer to go over there and get that and get it out of here. And nobody raises their hand. And that's exactly what I want. Because I say, you know why no one raises their hand? And the funny thing is when the adults, uh, they're standing along the wall going, yeah, I don't want to get that thing either. You know why? Because when you reach down in there, I said, well, what's, what's the big deal, guys? We weigh 100 pounds more than it. We're smarter than it. We have full capacity to evolve our limbs, and we have, we have a plan. We can formulate things. I said, but no one wants to reach in there and grab that. You know why? Because it's crazy. In your mind, you picture that running up your arm and clawing your face and eyes. And I said, guess what? When you feel scared and someone grabs you, that's what you've got to do, and they get it. Yeah. And I say, now let's have fun. Yeah. <laughs> so they understand it. Yeah. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's, I, I, uh, I, I believe that a hundred percent. I mean, with the aggression and, and the meanness, I mean, much different scenario, but I, I coached football for many years and played it. And I mean, I'll tell you what, man, give me a guy with a go. Oh yeah. that's, 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 that's mean. I mean, technique's great. I mean, if Hey, the better your technique, the better, the better player you're going to be, but man, you can't coach a motor. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, well, no. even in law enforcement, I've always it, said yeah. I, you know, I'd,
3: i I'd, I'd rather arrest a, 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 you know, a martial art black belt than I would someone all cranked up on bath salts and meth. Oh because they go, <laughs> yeah, crazy. The yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <they're> the <laughs> yeah, yeah, They're no. the raccoon. They're unpredictable. Corporate. They're dangerous. Yeah. There's no yeah, yeah, methodology. Yeah. So, um, so,
1: so, like with with the Krav Maga, you, 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 what, what dialed you into it, and where did you learn it? I mean, um, okay, well, I, I, man, I, this is funny because I
3: can go right back to the moment with uh-huh. my boys, the team. You guys mm-hmm. seen some no, pictures? Yeah, yeah, of, yeah. And um, I was I was running the project in in uh, Afghanistan. Is this, this private security? We, yeah, we were uh-huh. private, private military, private security, private military operators, and all these guys came from various special forces and so on, and they were all, uh, I think, just by nature, by virtue of the work, you know, they were all alpha males and type mm-hmm. A's, and yeah. and. Um, now, here's the funny thing: is
2: I'd say the just the whole deal was set up with guys like that too. And it, I mean, it's you'd have to be it, about half that. It, it's,
3: it's yeah, it's just permeated all the way, all the and way if through. If you're not and then, that, then they'll make you that. When you yeah. get down into the to the teams where where we were at, you know, you you were operators. Yeah, and, you're special. Uh, so these guys, um, uh, you know, as project manager, there were no restrictions on us, especially back then in Afghanistan, because all the media was in baghdad reporting wow. on Blackwater know. and all the other people yeah. going yeah. no one was watching us in afghanistan <laughs> so you could run missions you could run task orders throughout the day and then at night you know here's the part of kabul where kabul it, it's what chicago size maybe uh-huh. you know i mean it's, uh-huh. it's just a massive city and uh just like every other place there's graft uh we had uh, we weren't restricted like military. We can have uh, booze and stuff. And back then, I drank. So, if you weren't careful, uh, there were places. Uh, you know, there were entrepreneurs who would who would come in there, guys like yourselves, and say, "Well, may- maybe I'm not an operator, but by God, I know how to run a business." Uh-huh. So they'd open up a Mexican restaurant or something, yeah, yeah. and the liquor would flow. So, and the funny thing was, those became magnets for expats. Because, you know, you had a huge UN contingent there who were unarmed. And all the people that we were there to protect and so on, you know, we were just the gunslingers. But um, some of these bars were, were rough. And the way I can describe it is uh, you've seen those bars on – remember the old Star Wars movies? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 And, and yeah, you go in because, you know, here's the guys. You know, you got your weapons with you and knives. And there would be times, you know, I'd have guys get their jaws broken, fights there, uh, stabbings. And like you joked about earlier, that's not the place where you want to get hurt. No. Yeah. Um, so I had to come up with something to keep these guys busy because they're alpha. Yeah. What are we doing? You do know, go, 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 go. Yeah. We didn't have a lot of bandwidth, so Call of Duty or whatever they were playing, you just suck everything down. And uh, this was what year? This would have been two thousand five or six, and um, I went out and I bought pads and gloves and after dinner at night after our food settled we'd go and we'd fight we'd, that was our fun yeah so but what happened was because you had all these guys from these different special forces <laughs> you just got there special forces <laughs> after dinner well it, what would yeah, and like, here's I, um, a, I'm bad. gonna name <laughs> you know I'll, I'll name this guy Jared um, Jared was the one he, he was the first person that that ever mentioned I said where, where did this come from He'd say, you know, we had an Israeli brought in. This is what they taught. He was with fifth – before he came to us, he was with um, fifth group special forces. And um, did all of you at that time know a little bit maybe like –
2: like uh, maybe police force training type. Yeah, exactly.
3: So everybody was was bringing something to the table. At night. You, you're, you know, you're not
2: you're not just out there. You know, like they called it last night. Your uncles at a barbecue. They're you're not out there just <laughs> throwing haymakers. But yeah, you're yeah. saying after no. dinner, you guys had gotten fight. But it was no, more of an exercise it, slash. It, it was no, it was training. It was training. Every, you know, everybody was I mean,
1: ex military, probably or, or, ex-military, or They're not going to kill you. They might hurt you. Yeah. It was. But it was just. You know,
3: a, it was. A, it, was a, it was a class thing. You know, like Pudge. Tomorrow night, you you bring something to the table and um. You know, Bourbon. we loved oh. each other. <laughs> yeah, well, that that would happen, too. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, but, uh, So you guys were actually learning from each other. You, and we, everyone would come
3: in and say, well, okay, here's something Here's something we, we were taught one time, and it would be anything from, uh, you know, control and restraint. Uh-huh. Sometimes you got to put, you know, you don't kill people. You just want to put them yeah. down, take right, them... Right, right. So then that night you would work on that, then? So we would work on that. I had mats. I bought mats for us and gloves. Um you're in the desert or I mean no you, no no this this is a, this is in Kabul and so, and, and so
2: what type of living arrangements is this so you, you guys are over
3: there in it a, was called uh, you know just the common we lived on what they call the economy so okay. we were outside the wire we lived in in the in the, the city oh, okay and they, we lived in what they called villas I'll, Not, let that, I'll let that image set in for a minute and then yeah. I'm going to destroy it <laughs> yeah yeah um, they were by Afghan standards, they were nice, big place. I needed a big place, okay. you know because uh, because I ran the project, I'd have to go out and deal with these you know with the Afghans who love to barter and negotiate and haggle but um there were there were certain things, so you're selling security at this point, no no, 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 this is just setting up the living accommodations for us where our contracts were usually with the u s government or someone within an arms. Yeah. Reach of the U.S. government. Yeah, uh, I got an uncle over from Saudi right
2: now. My wife does, and he's doing. Uh, he's he's retired Air Force. I mean, he's he's a diesel mechanic, or he. But I mean, he's what I've seen from that is he's like brokered. Through a government agency, his that company he's with is, is the way it seems. I, I, I'm probably talking out of my ass, but no, it's, it's it's probably KBR, it's yeah, probably who he's with, Kellogg Brown and Root or someone like that, DynCorp. Yeah, so he'll go over there and um, he he started off. He's been kind of a little bit everywhere. He was in Af- Afghanistan, Syria. He was he was in Syria for a minute. That was he said that was pretty wicked. Um, he was he's been in places where like you have to drop down and, and pray every. Four hours or uh, seven times a day, we so, would yeah, hear something like that. Seven yeah. times a day,
3: we would hear that. Hear yeah, the they hear, yeah,
2: <laughs> there's something that goes off he's, wherever that is. And they they lived in top of a mall at one time, and um, so they, you know, my wife's family they're all big military people, and um, you know, so from what I've pieced together through their military oh. talking, it's it's basically the government needs a job done. They don't have enough manpower to do it, or they don't have that skill—not that skill, but they don't have that. Entity. They sub out. so they sub that out. So then, your military credentials then gets you hired by basically a private firm or private agency that can handle that, well, yeah, or business or, it, well, or you've, it, whatever.
3: It, you've already proven yourself, you know. If yeah, you've you've you're spent qualified. That time yeah. now. It, the thing that was was a little bit different with the part of the pie that we would share was, um, what you've described there was a lot it would fall under life support and it probably on a u.s base or or yeah. an embassy yeah they're in something where they're allies and and, and yeah.
2: they're they're teaching he's teaching right now one he's of our allies trainer yeah uh
3: how to work on uh, jets we never uh we weren't involved with the the training uh, only the training of our within our operational sphere you know, you know
2: it's not like you ever see you know the china's you know japan's uh, army come over here and train us. you know I yeah. mean, it's just weird, Have you
3: no? have you guys ever seen the movie 13 hours of Benghazi? I have not. I have, I have not either. That. Okay. That it, you know the first little bit of that movie answers oh, that was start. that was our life because that was about security contractors oh. at the embassy um in in Benghazi. Uh-huh. And we had
1: also oh, that movie's you lived it. Oh, that's what we did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, actually, so you guys, uh, your primary mission was to protect uh like people that were considered, you know, important or, uh, we people or, with friends uh, of ours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah,
2: roughly. Right, right, right. Or, or people you're working with. People you're working with. Uh, so, so, hang on. now I'm an idiot, okay? Okay. Well, so, so I don't know this. You're just a guy. So are you saying, so let's say that old Trump or Biden or whoever's in there next, you know, gets in there, and they so they're buddies with, uh, you know, what's the guy, Putin. Okay, so you're saying that, like, you're not saying. I'm asking. Is that so, like, these agencies? Like, so you're in private security, more or less. So basically, would we, would the, would the U.S. promise some sort of protection, or would they just think that's a good idea and send you guys? If they were trying to work up a major deal to where, like, one of their own didn't take them out, or somebody else, one of your enemies didn't take them out, would they say, hey, we'll protect you with this? I, you know,
3: well, I mean, don't, it, it wasn't always, <laughs> oftentimes, it wasn't that exciting. It, yeah, there were, it was punctuated with things, but when you least expected it, when things were the quietest, when it was, when I was the ner- most nervous. But let me let me see if I can draw a picture. The company I worked for was global. It was a British company. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, on some projects, a lot of projects, I would be the token Yank because our biggest sugar daddy was the U.S. government, okay. and they liked to talk to people who don't carry an accent unless yeah. it's from southern ohio yeah right right so right, um, right, right. <laughs> so at that time to give you an idea of the the you know the scope of things we had i started out on on security for the u.s embassy in Kabul. Uh-huh. so it was a huge security force and that's what we call static security where okay bud you're going on the roof tonight you're off at midnight chad you go up you're off at yeah. seven i go up you know and, and it's static security just like they have at the a plant or somewhere else Okay. then because this is a, you know it's a free market it's a commercial interest we would begin to bid on other projects so global had a we had a huge uh footprint in afghan a huge commercial footprint in afghanistan translating lots of projects mine was what we'd call a boutique project and uh what our what our mission was was to provide Static security uh-huh. at the compound for these people we were hired to protect. Uh-huh. Mobile security to get them to and from their appointments. Uh-huh. And then PSD work, uh, personal security bodyguard work. Uh-huh. You know, So we would go with them. Uh, they were always under our protection. Uh-huh. And the people were... Uh, this contract came from... USAID wrote the checks on this one. Uh-huh. United States Agency for International Development, which is just as just like FBI or Department of Commerce, you know, this USAID not, right. is a little herd person cuz they don't do anything here, they do it all international development. Uh-huh. So, what they did was garner these group of legal and corrections experts from America and bring them in to work. Now, this is where like your your uncle the trainer yeah. only that's what they're doing they would uh embed themselves with um the Afghan legal system because at that time what they were trying to do was get them off of sharia law uh-huh. which is you know we'll just decapitate you or cut your hand yeah. off or yeah. we'll stone you to death and, yeah. and you know said does not work here if you want to keep getting our money you got to yeah you got to you got to start adopting democracy uh-huh. we're going to send you some experts to do this so we had uh, ah, Harvard oh, Law.
1: Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. so we, we had you, Harvard
3: Law grads and all this stuff coming over. And, and and
1: you're protecting them.
3: They they would get upset because, and this is where the Benghazi, it'll make sense to you guys. Um, they would get upset and say, you guys don't do anything except work out and shoot and wrestle around with each other. Uh-huh. And I'd say, yeah, that's true. That's true because we're not paid for what we do. We're paid for what we know to do when crap hits the fan. Uh-huh. Did you sleep good last night? Yeah. Oh uh, mm-hmm. well, yeah, you know, so then I'm kind of, know. We, you know, I had access to the numbers on the contract Y'all yeah, and I knew what my boys made, what we, uh-huh. what we all made uh-huh. and uh, we, we were probably, we were compensated more say, than they yeah. were. I didn't. Uh-huh. And they're lawyers yeah. and I'd have to argue, you know, debate with them uh-huh. on everything. Why can't we go there? We went there last night, you know, Chad went there and I want to go tonight. You want to let me go? I said, well, because the threat level has changed threat you know security yeah. is on a, on us what yeah. we call a sliding scale it was okay yesterday but now we've received intelligence that
1: it's not okay today
3: taliban al-qaeda are, 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 are you know targeting the downtown area of kabul and that's the western so area
2: you'd have where to where go, go, go there and worry about them
1: idiots well <clears throat> so tell me oh, uh, scott yeah. what what were the rules in, of engagement for like the the private security I mean, like. Did you ever have targets? Well, like, what are you guys allowed to do? (laughs) Like, like, is is there? Yeah, is there is there a different restriction uh, as far as you know? if, If obviously there is, if you're U.S. military versus private security. But I mean, how, how? Did you ever walk how, in a bar how, and like your your headset would say blue shirt? <laughs> 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 that was already taken care of before we ever yeah, got yeah, to yeah, this place. Yeah. Blue shirt. Okay. take him out. No. Uh, but but yeah. like, <laughs> but but like, are are you guys allowed to actively engage in combat? Or I mean, uh, it'd
2: be kind of shitty if like that that type of thing broke out into something major, wouldn't it? Like,
3: what what you know you have to. When you say ROE, rules of engagement, yeah. uh, were different for the military than they were for us. Okay. Okay. Right. So, whenever we would go on joint ops with the military, uh-huh. you'd you you'd fall under their, their ROE. Okay. Yeah. Under, yeah. Under their, but if we're out there on a loan, the, 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 the kind of the default mm-hmm. for us was um, it turned into more operational. You okay. know, my first goal is to get you guys off the X. Get off the X. <clears throat> right. Because what's the best self defense? get out get of out there. don't be there okay <laughs> yeah so i don't want to hunker down now of course operational tactics are going to dictate it's going to depend on is it assassination is it you know uh-huh. is it one person coming after one person or are they, you know what's happening here uh-huh. uh everyone on the team and they always went out in teams you never went out alone you know uh-huh. so everyone on the team knew what their role was you had a very specific task and you were trained in it and you were uh-huh. very capable of it so First thing is to get off that X to get the principal or even uh-huh. ourselves if we're returning empty, uh-huh. you know. And they just see because we rode, we operated great big, um, uh, Ford Excursion B6s armored up, you know, uh-huh. just like tanks without guns is what they were bulletproof, yeah. all that stuff. Uh-huh. And they can't see in them, so boom. But most of those attacks, uh, would be, um, from a roadside bomb, uh, uh-huh. you know, a pre-detonation, or... So you're just driving uh, down the man, road yeah. and kind of bombs and shit going off. That's, yeah. yeah and, and That's you know, what you're probably concerned uh, with. I mean, uh, Well, man, I, I keep wanting to come back to some questions, and then I'm thinking, oh, my God, I'll tell them a story here. I was <laughs> stopped one time. Uh, 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 I was stopped one time out here in the... In the, the it was up around circle and the trooper said, you know, why are you driving in the left lane? And I said, before I even realized what I said, I said, because all the bombs go off over there. Uh And I just, I never realized that I like riding that left lane, (laughs) because I don't feel comfortable on the right side. That's where all the bombs go off at. Uh Yeah. Uh And you see a dead dog or something like that, you know, they plant stuff inside there, any kind of heap, any kind of fresh dirt, you learn to look for it. I know uh, from experience over there that usually by 9 a.m., 9.30, it was safe to get out and start moving around because they can't let that stuff sit there all day so it'll be it'll be discovered yeah uh-huh. so they want to detonate and they also know that they military get... coalition forces early birds uh-huh. you know yeah. so if nothing's happened by 9 nine thirty, it's like i would i would tell the lawyers again uh-huh. schedule your stuff at 10 a.m 11 uh-huh. at least we're going to miss the general threat if there's a specific threat we'll deal with that when we get there uh-huh. so um and that was day in and day out so then at night and this didn't happen too much in afghanistan but when i was in iraq uh you would get the rockets uh the mortars things like that and uh there our villa was inside the green zone now they call it the international zone hasn't changed just Mm -hmm. names but um you know and when i say inside outside living on the economy you know that's important because we all had credentials you know i would go into the to the Military intel briefings, we had clearances and so on. Uh, but then I'd go back out, and well, we'd go have a beer, or right. we'd barbecue on the roof or something, you know. Because we even both in Kabul, in we on the roof, especially Iraq, because it's hot at night. Things would cool down, so you go on the roof. And um, so, yeah, so it wasn't you, uncommon. You worked,
1: you worked in conjunction with U.S. forces then.
3: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, it wasn't uncommon. It wasn't an everyday thing, but sometimes. Yeah. Uh, if we had, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's just, a, there's a lot of examples there. Uh, and as I ascended up through the ranks, you know, when I left, I was country, what they call country operations manager. And um, to give you a sense of that, you know, I was the highest boots on the ground for our company, for global. And we had a huge presence. And not just in Kabul. I mean, we're down south in, in Lashkargar and in Helmand Province, where's, this, where's the seat of Taliban. Okay. So, uh, you know, my phone never stopped. There was oh, always like something going on. Now, underneath me, it was just like it was like paramilitary. You know, yeah. I had my my assistants right uh-huh. there in Kabul with me, and then out on project, okay, well, Pudge is running this project, and Chad's got yeah, this got project them. down in Lashkargar. You know, what's okay. going on? Give me a sit rep every morning, every yeah. night. If something happens in between, call me. Let me know. Yeah, uh, I never took I never took operational control from those guys, you know, because they're the they're the boots on the ground. They're where it's happening. Right. But the reason you're at that level is because you've you well, had so, your own experiences. So, so would,
1: you, would you say that it's it's uh, more, more corporate than than uh, than, than, than military when, when you step over into the private security, or does it still uh, kind of function under military rules? You know, no, it, I mean, and it's funny. Yeah, that's
3: that, that's a good
1: question. because it, sa- it sounds kind of kind of corporate like you know, you're climbing the corporate ladder over there man yeah it's a hybrid
3: and you know it was one of those things where uh, it, as as you when you take on a management role when you're operators uh-huh. you're operators is your weapon clean are you in yeah. shape yeah. you know do you feel fit um and that was key component you took care of the machine uh-huh. and then the role with me was to take care of you help you take care of yourself and look at the commercial interests so uh you're you're the gap between the company and the boots on the ground and yeah. you so you're
2: and, you you're know, playing both sides. I
3: and I, I think that's where I kind of honed honed my skills in um you know I never wanted a, a business but <laughs> right. I, I the only reason I put LLC behind this is because the, the demand all of a sudden well, yeah. the government request started coming in and you had to be your EIN number, or, yeah. So you're not just
2: it. you're not just teaching people down the road here. You know, you're you're going. I mean, that's what. And I, I didn't know that about you until. I mean, and I don't mean this as any disrespect. Please don't kill me. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, Let's demonstrate one of these holds yeah. on on such. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you
2: see you see a lot of. I mean, I, I've been around here for forty years. You know, and I mean, you see a lot of these uh, these things pop up. Okay, um, as far as like these self-defense style classes, okay, hmm. and it's it's easy for a guy that's not into that just to say, "Oh, there's another guy teaching self-defense," okay. But what I don't think I didn't realize about you and and you know Stephen Richards was a guest a couple weeks ago, and uh, he kind of brought this to light about you know you and what you're doing. I've I've always thought a lot of you, you know. So that's, I mean, and I watched I've been watching your classes at the Y, and Stephen got to kind of tell us a little bit more about what you did, and then. Through the, uh, you know, I've seen you with the at the Warx. You know, we saw you out there, but um, we got to talk about that a little bit. Oh, but, yeah. uh, but anyway, you know, I didn't realize that. You know, you're it's it's not like you know this Southern High Krav Maga. This is kind of you're kind of still doing what you've just been talking about in a roundabout way. Okay. Like you'll go into companies now and and you know shows self defense and or not self defense, but Krav Maga. You'll 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 go through a series with with companies or groups like you talked about the domestic violence shelter and how you go down and you you give instruction and yeah. and I mean you know so it, it, you're not just some guy you know that's you know in a basement you know no. with a couple mats you and,
3: know yeah you're and you're, nothing wrong with that no thanks I'm, but you're right i mean i, I don't think you're, I, you're a business I, like I, yeah i want to think i want to i want to believe uh I'm effective, but I also have to believe I'm not as effective as I could be. Because then, okay. if you stop growing, guess what? You're stagnant. You're dead, yeah. and and you just you become nothing, and you're, yeah. you're not impacting anyone. But it's funny, Krav Maga. Um, it's not just some people. I
1: think Got a horrible burn on that. You do. You've got that so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, my goodness, that's sloppy. I, you know, it's bothering me. I I feel with that big log ass. I feel droppled. Can button. I have? No, look, now I took care of you tonight. Let me have that lighter.
3: Oh. I'm out of. I think. A, uh, sorry. You know, <laughs> no, you You guys are fine. Take care of your issue uh, But you know, Pudge, just like you're saying, I, I think what you're saying is, um, I want to. I want to believe that my life experience brings as much if not uh, more to the table to make my krav maga teaching mm-hmm. impactful versus someone who just went up through the ranks yeah and now i'm a black belt and and i'm going to teach this stuff are there That's, are
1: there belts involved with krav maga or? yeah
3: in krav maga it's called it's called levels okay in israel yeah. but um you know when it was imported back in i think the late 80s here into america you oh. know because like it was a, what's a level one equivalent to okay, well yeah. it's a yellow belt Oh, well, what's a level what would a level three be then yeah, you know? yeah so well, that's i just said you know what yeah. just let's put levels in it let's so, put it in there yeah and that yeah. kind of translates yeah. through so I, I picked up a second degree black belt a couple years ago and like i say there, there's just it's not around no. Where, and, um, where,
1: where did you get your training once you came back stateside? Okay. Like, or where uh, did you continue that? We started, okay. it, it, started, it started with Jared. Can, so.
3: you, can I go back to Jared? yeah. Because yes. Jared's Jared's noteworthy guy. Okay. Um, one night, Jared just, you know, it was, it was just very quick and like, wow. Yeah, so you get up and you're like, what did you just do? And he's like, okay, well, here's what we learned. Krav Maga. What? How do you spell it? Uh I go in and Google it. And I thought, hmm, you know, you know, they pull up all these Jason Bourne videos and all that. And oh, I go, oh, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. I, know, and I tell people <laughs> in the seminar, It Sounds like you're living, doesn't
2: it? It sounds like he's living. Jason Bourne. Oh,
3: yeah. Hey, I haven't even told you don't guys about me. the time I got pulled. I've been pulled off flights off the no-fly list. I've been put in jail overseas. I've, I've been I've been held at gunpoint. I've been so yeah. There's there's so much. There's yeah. so much here. Man. <laughs> but, um, so Jared. Jared says it's Krav Maga so where'd you pick this up at well we train with the Israelis um here's another here's another interesting part now this won't happen to me tomorrow when I'm at work I'm just driving you know picking up garbage around the city I'm fine with that but you meet people along your journey Jared when he was with fifth group special forces he was he was one of the people um I can't think of the name of the movie. It's, is it horse soldiers or something? Oh yeah,
1: yeah, I, I did see that one. The uh, it, it was essentially about the uh, the the was it Green Berets or Rangers that uh, were some of the first ones on the ground in. Uh,
3: Jared was one of those
1: in, guys. Uh, yeah, they were a, inserted
3: in, uh, in, in Afghanistan. They were inserted in in Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. So, so All right.
1: four horsemen is it? No, it's it's some like the the horse soldiers or something it's something like that.
3: something like, like, like that. that. But Jared was one of them. And there was just a handful, and he, they were inserted into Pakistan, and they linked up with Mujahideen, uh-huh. and then they they came on on horseback and 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 donkey and something and they came over into Afghanistan. And what they did, Bagram Air Base was one of their objectives. Bagram, you know, it's all ringed in mountains. It sits in this basin, so you can just sit up there and look look down at it, you know. And what they did was, uh, you know, for one or two operators per. So many hundreds of Mujahideen fighters, and they ringed, went around that ring. Jared would tell these stories that uh, the Afghans called this thing the the uh, the death ray. So he'd say, yeah, "You know, look at this." Yeah, they'd look at it. He'd give the coordinates because what you do, you laser that. Uh-huh. And what the Afghans didn't know, it was beyond. It was, beyond, it, was, it was beyond their imagination or technology yeah, <laughs> yeah they, or they can't even like the little boys I told you about they, they'll never know what it's like to walk into a Walmart or, or, or dip their right. toes in the ocean they'll never know that because they can't get out of there yeah. but so the death ray uh, <laughs> you know he'd say he'd say okay you know you see that white chair <laughs> you know we'll use the courthouse or somewhere and say okay now yeah, this would be far away yeah, maybe the patrol post. Maybe farther out, you know. And um, God, no, we're not blowing up the patrol yeah, yeah, post yeah, yeah, tonight yeah. <laughs> or the courthouse. Yeah, yeah. And um, but they're on this basin. Well, he would radio up because there are just layers and layers and layers of ordnance flying around. Yeah, yeah. So he would laser that target. Well, they can't see this. They don't understand what's going on. He just think they just think he shoots that with a laser and then. <clears throat> Yeah. he'd say now oh, get down get down you know yeah, push him because yeah. t- that sweeps up out of that that shock will come up out of that valley yeah. even that far away so Jared was one of those guys that came in so every now and then we would leave and we wanted to go to Bagram Air Base because uh-huh. once you, if you get on Bagram they had coffee shops and pizza shops and all this cool <laughs> stuff so we would run through that 30 mile like from here to Chillicothe Apache country in uh-huh. what we call a soft skin just like your Jeep really? and we'd just bomb up and put our Afghan gear on and you know look you know so, the, so you're trying to look like an Afghan? You just blend in. You know, yeah. I mean, we all drove what they call pajeros, and uh, we just wanted to blend in. Of course, it's hard. But, you know, Jared had the beards and stuff, and he said during that operation, he said, we knew something was up, because it was after 9-11. We knew something was up when they came in, and they said, grow your facial hair. And they started handing out vouchers uh, to go suntan. <laughs> to go to the tanning bed, yeah.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so he—I yeah. guess I didn't realize why those guys all had beards. All the
1: special forces, man, that became a thing there, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. The well, not, those, you
3: know because they're unconventional. they, yeah, they, yeah, they it's, yeah. So why should the conventional rules apply? And I think that yeah, was that. Yeah. But anyway, Jared, yeah, Jared introduced this, and, and that's where I got uh, you know I got hooked on this. And shortly after that, they pulled me out of Afghanistan. This is a, this is the, the old rule about being too good at your job. Good work, reward yeah. with more work. Yeah. And they said, "We want to pu- we're going to reassign you, we're going to pull you into Washington, D.C, which to work in a corporate office. Okay, yeah. you know, so I go in and I trade in my boots and all my gear for suit dockers time. and you a cubicle. uh but that's where I began to officially formerly trained Krav Maga I was right down in Chinatown. You guys been to I DC know. Chinatown oh, you know, no. since 6th grade. I want to go back. there's a there's a <laughs> thing that goes over the street that mm-hmm. in a Chinatown and when we would train upstairs Krab Maga I would look out that was coming right into the second uh. floor uh. we were at. So if anyone's <laughs> been there that yeah, that's I, where I, Scott trained. There.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm and
3: right. that's how I got started. And okay. so then from there um you know it's not back here. Uh, right. When I was in Baghdad I trained with um guys from Danish special forces who had been and sent Israel Uh and uh so then Krab Maga so we all had a chance to train together yeah and they were on the same rotation I was that the the company they used me Um, I would be three months in country Uh and then one month home and then three months in country and one month home and three months in country. sometimes they would transit me back and forth depending on what needed what they wanted done Uh or handled and uh, yeah. So, but by the time you did, you know, people see, yeah, oh, you're making five hundred dollars a day. Uh huh. Ninety days in and thirty days home. <laughs> That's even. Trust me. By the time you hit that, when you got like four weeks left, you're ready to get out of there. Oh. oh and I'd they wanted say. to keep you fresh. You know, they wanted uh-huh. to keep the, the. They wanted to keep you fresh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So.
1: Wow, that, it was an
3: adventure. I, you know? It
1: sounds like it. I mean, and so the 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 Krav Maga adventure was just kind of happening all alongside of this at the same time. I mean, you were you were learning. Uh, it's kind of. You know, I mean, having advanced training with that while you were yeah, doing no, all no, of no this disrespect
2: thing. to the sport, was kind of like you know you guys will learn to play guitar while they're there, and and then you just kind of kept it and I, kept building on it and getting better and.
3: Yeah. But, I, I, you know, but,
2: my uncle, for example, I think he learned how to play over you whenever know, he was over there the first time, you know.
3: I don't think I would have had as much of an, um, when I say an appreciation or a, I mean, I mean, what I mean more is like to embrace Krav Maga had I not been living, that, living that life, you know. Yeah. And, uh, um, yeah, had you, had you, yeah. Ever tra- yeah, had you wouldn't ever- have needed yeah. it or, or it, thought about it as much. It, it wouldn't have been as
1: important. It would have just been another. Yeah. Uh, have you ever Have you ever trained in any other form of martial art or, or a, a lot of other ones? Or? I, you know, I,
3: I, I rolled some BJJ okay. here here local, and I went to Columbus a couple times with friends up there to roll BJJ. And that's all ground fighting is, yeah. is what it is. Uh, Krav Maga has a BJJ component. The ground is my weak spot. You know, okay. I'm, mm-hmm. by nature, I'm a striker. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. so I like handling stand up. I don't like being on the ground. Yeah. Uh, bad things happen uh-huh. down there and BJJ for that is great. Right. It's great. Um, you know, one of the things every, every, God, I don't even want to call it an art. I mean, every style has strengths and weaknesses. Right. And, and I think if you're in a ground fight on one-to-one, in my opinion, BJJ is up there. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's maybe the top, you know. It, it's that's it. Yeah. Uh, however, then when what happens is, you know, and this is what I say in the seminars. I joke I that every dirt bag has a dirt bag buddy. Yeah. So when you get two people, that kind of takes away from the effectiveness of it, you know, because you can't. You can't yeah, You so know, on one guy's and holding you, you down, and the other yeah, guy's yeah. kicking your head in. You yeah, know, so yeah, problem. Yeah. God, we deal with multiple attackers, and uh-huh. and uh, it it evolves into weapons work. Uh, when I say that's weapons a work, way of I mean that. You know, without you know dogging anything, yeah, but, you're not you know, dogging it. you yeah, You're just you just point out. You know, I, I think, uh, Krav Maga has its 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 weaknesses. It too, maybe it's too aggressive sometimes. Under under a litigious
1: society, it, it, it just sure. seems to me as though Krav Maga is, is much more functional. Like you know, back to 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 my earlier point, which this is the way I see it. And it may be incorrect, but like, okay, if you're if you're fighting BJJ. And you're fighting against another guy fighting BJJ. If you're you're sparring or doing that, well, it's it's great. It's, it's, it's really effective. Yeah, yeah but, it's beautiful but, but, to watch because yeah. yeah. it's oh. chess players with oh, your body. I, absolutely. You know, that's but, Hoist but, Gracie and all. Yeah, of this. it's amazing. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Hoist was a, basically mm-hmm. pioneered it, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But but like Craft McGaw seems to be more like it's like. Hey man, when it's on, when it's, when it's, when it's go, this is, you know, it's, it's well no holds barred. Here we go. I yeah, mean, there's, you know. there's <laughs> Krav Maga, uh-huh. there's no
3: competitions. Yeah. You yeah that's see, what I mean. Yeah. They're not going to have a, no Krav Maga tournament, you know, yeah, no, uh, okay. which kind of leads me into, to the next chapter of, of this was, so I attained my second degree black belt, which is, which is noteworthy here in America at the time. There wasn't just wasn't less than maybe a thousand. I don't know. And, um. you you just sometimes you feel like okay uh, what now you know the dog that chases a car and catches one it's like what what now right so i'm on the i'm on facebook or youtube or something one day and i seen this very aggressive as if it's not aggressive enough right and it gets amped up and so i flew out to arizona and i did a three-day course out there in in krav magana i met sharir richmond Mm-hmm. Who is from Israeli with the IDF, and and he's he's done plenty of work, <coughs> special work with them. Mm-hmm. He still trains the military there, and it's uh, it's <laughs> ICCS. No, yeah, right. <laughs>
1: hey, I just got tested, I'm did. good. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: but it's it's ICC Israeli contact combat system Krav Maga. You know, yeah. but there is now we're kind of getting into semantics because there's. You know, uh, Chad Krabma and and, oh, and okay. Pudge and yeah. Scott Krabma Everyone's okay. kind of taking this thing and yeah. McDojo it but
2: but that's what I'm saying. The whole thing it always happens, and it, yeah. it,
1: then it all just blends in and it just kind of becomes something else. You <laughs> know? Like, do, do you, yeah. you imagine that there probably will be competitions at some point? no because the yeah. from a competitive standpoint if if people
3: are trying to learn Krav Maga too now the israeli defense forces have competitions in the units but it's their yeah. beat downs yeah that's I mean, just, it's just like a ticky Okay, let's kick each yeah, he you yeah, 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 that's, you know, right. that's what yeah. it is yeah, yeah. Uh, cuz i'm one faith you know i know a lot of these guys now yeah, but yeah. um so um you know if they want to compete in in Krav Maga they'll get their they'll they'll pursue that outlet through Another marshal. Well, like, do too. you see? Do you yeah? Do you see? Uh, now we have a lot of guys in it that do compete. They fight MMA. Sure that's what owns. I was. Wondering, that's what, what I was
1: wondering. Like, are there a lot of Krav Maga uh, guys or specialists in UFC and and uh, MMA or? I, you know, I don't. That, that are trained in Krav Maga. Yeah, uh,
3: probably the only one. The first one that comes to mind is Boss Rooten. If you guys know mm-hmm. who Boss is, mm-hmm. uh, Boss and Amir Peretz. Amir's Amir, Amir is Israeli Krav Maga. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Krav Maga has no function inside the octagon. Okay. Because, okay, you put somebody in a in a in a rear naked choke or curado choke. You know, yeah. that's once again. Now you're looking at BJJ, Judo. You, you know, yeah, body right. throws. Yeah. Uh, you know, the roundhouse kick to the head. Well, there we go. That's Taekwondo. Yeah. Can you eye out to somebody in the, the octagon? Nah, can I right, kick yeah. you in the jewels? No. Nah, yeah. nah. Can I throat stroke, Maybe I can get away with throat punching you. Uh, yeah. But yeah. can I just dig my thumbs into your eyes? Yeah, no, nah, yeah. no. Nah. So that's, what, what, I mean, we're back
1: to that functional part of it, man. I mean, you're talking about fighting for your life when you're using when I like When God. I
3: do women's self-defense, that that's the first mm-hmm. thing I say is, look, you, you have to get past the point of, you know, you're afraid to hurt somebody or something because. Yeah, this isn't
1: friendly competition. I mean, this it's is, not you competition. You know, this is a fight. And I think
3: that's why it it translates so well to, to military applications that sure. that, to make sense. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Now, when I teach, we'll say, and, you know, I've taught law enforcement before when I teach, uh, I've taught holster security teams, work with them for a couple of years. When I teach church security, you know, I don't go in there and teach eye gouging.
1: Right, uh, it, it, they call it Krav Maga, <laughs> yeah, but you know w- yeah, what?
3: Yeah. What it is it's? It's that's what, it's huge situational awareness. Yeah, uh-huh. um, know what's going on. Monitor your, you know, set up. Uh, it's game changing moves. Monitor your access points, you oh, know, yeah. and things like that. Yeah. So it's putting together a strategically puzzle. place yourself where you can respond, and you know, blah blah blah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, it, but it's different, you know. So Krav Maga kind of maybe gets lumped in, but like I say, it's it's very it's so holistic, meaning it, uh-huh. it's so all-encompassing you know right whereas i don't think some of the other martial arts are going to go in because krav maga is is for military application it it was was born and spawned in israel these other martial arts have been around for centuries and they've been perfected and they're great right krav maga has been around since 1948 when israel became a state and every neighbor to this day contiguous to its borders is hostile they had to be able to stand up a military, uh-huh. equip them for a hand-to-hand uh, close-quarters battle, hand-to-hand combat, because that's the way a lot of it happens when yeah. you're mingling across the streets and in yeah, yeah. with each other. It's, a, it's miserable over there, isn't it, man? Well, no, I can't wait to get there. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> no, I, you know, it's... I mean, if you're talking about them hiding bombs and dogs... Well, that, now we're talking Afghanistan yeah, but, and, and combat. But what I'm, yeah, but,
2: yeah. yeah, I mean, like, yeah. overseas, like I, 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 mean, a guy like
3: me is never really truly going to understand how they're living. I, you know I can't speak to, to Israel I mean I, I think they're just as developed. they've got the uh-huh. McDonald's and the yeah. KFCs and the so, the, the shisha mean, bars and yeah, you know yeah. all kind of hummus hummus you guys like hummus oh, yeah, I do yeah, I yeah, like hummus I, like, I see, love, love hummus yeah. and uh, I love it yeah. do
2: you uh, not, to, not totally not getting political then don't care go me. ahead no okay. go ahead uh you know we've went through a year here you know uh, not here but you know <laughs> here, in in, yeah. in in the United States and uh do you ever see us getting to that point of, of living like how you
3: were over there in like, maybe I'm being dramatic. Oh, you know I don't know, Pudge. I mean, it, it, now you're you're tapping into my psyche, which is just you know a little skippy step away from well, you, my you've, paranoia. You've
2: seen how they're living over there, and you see um, maybe maybe you saw what led up to certain things. And I mean, are you seeing
3: that here? Yeah.
2: Because I mean, man, there. I mean, I, it's rough.
3: It, you know, I can't. I don't want to explain that. I know what I'm wanting to say. Uh, it, I, th- I think you may be asking this from, are you reading the tea leaves? Do you see the writing on the wall about government taking our guns or doing this? I don't well, not know. Ne-
2: not necessarily. I'm talking more about what like, I do see, like these these protests, and then you get certain groups that, that want to go crazy and, and destroy and or possibly, you know. I mean, the last time, I don't know if killing was uh, a, a big word. I mean, a lot of people did die, you know. Uh, during those riots, I guess, um, but I mean, do you do you? See, I mean, it, I've always I felt like this last year that, like, I always felt like we were just on the verge of like a total flip. Like, it, I always what? thought, you know, it was it was starting to be, you know, you had this, you know, democracy of you know, that kind of reigned over the people. And, and now it's almost like the people are fighting the democracy, like pretty yeah. full go. And I well, mean,
3: if that, yeah, if that's the context you're asking, it, 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 because that's, that was the answer I was prepared to give yeah. is I, I, don't, I don't try Lord no can any of us predict what the government might do, whether it's at what level, yeah, even right. local. Yeah. But, um, one of the things that I do see from talking to friends and, and, uh, visiting with people you know and we're all on social media we're all social media people but I see um, characteristics of people being fed up hungry for change concerned about what could be around the corner taking matters into their own hands and I don't mean vigilantism I mean uh-huh. You know, pick a topic. I'm not right. wearing my mask. You're not taking <laughs> oh, yeah. my guns. I yeah. want. I'm. Yeah. I'm going into McDonald's for my Big Mac. I don't know yeah, what yeah. trips him, yeah. but yeah. I like the cops. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Or, yeah. Well, you when know. you talk, you know, I did a presentation. Everybody's so pissed off. People are angry. Very, very uh, divisive.
1: Very yeah. seems like. Yeah.
3: Before this has probably been two years ago or so. I did a presentation to um, Homeland Security, and uh, that was right up right up here. And you, so you've got all these prosecutors and, and law enforcement agency heads from really the, the region. And um, one of the things I put up, I did a PowerPoint. One of the things I put up was uh, future indicators, things to watch for. Uh-huh. And here, here's, you know, here's predict, here's where I think it could go next based on my experience overseas. Uh-huh. Because when they would do something, we'd respond. And our uh-huh. response was usually pretty good and effective. Well, then they would change. Then we would change. And they, it's just a cat oh, and mouse game the whole time. yeah, all the time. And, um, a couple of things I pointed out was you're going to begin to see, uh, in, in some of these more public, uh, protests, I think things are going to amp up and get violent. And I think, uh, some of the other things, well, one of the other things I said was you're going to, you're going to begin to see more, uh, targeted, uh, elevation. You know, people are going to begin to put more thought into this. This was like from an active. Yeah, they had you know, I time teach to study. Little, they I, had time to watch them. You know. Well, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I teach before this COVID hit, but, you know, I taught a lot of active, active shooter, active I, I threat was, was is what, what I call I was going to ask you that
1: it. if you were, uh, if you do those corporate seminars or, or whatever. I've on, done them.
3: Corporate, I've done them. Yeah, I'll do them for anybody that wants them. Uh-huh. You know, uh, because the, the know. people need get, to be made aware. Do that well, you know, comments. that's.
1: I mean, you know, it, I've done them in the schools. It's it, it's it's a shame that we have to to think about active shooter situations, yeah. but but we can sit around and say it's a shame to do it, or we can get ourselves <laughs> prepared. It, it, if, you know, you, know.
3: You, you run into when I'm doing with government entities. Sometimes you run into the oh, we can't do that. I said we, well, you, you know, if you don't, you, you yeah, know, the, the body count's going to be high. Yeah, so yeah. can you? Which one are you preparing to deal with the least? Uh-huh. But um, man, that,
2: you know, you talked about social. Media, not to change the subject, I shouldn't even talk about this. But I got, I got worked up last year. I think it was last school year. Is it? I think it was two school years ago. I mean, I got plum worked up, and I mean to the point that I was trying to raise funds. I was, I mean, I was. I went to the, met with the people I needed to meet with. I was, I was helping on getting this done. <laughs> and it was whenever they had all those school shootings. I mean, you're talking to a guy that had a five year old or four year old at the time in preschool, and a yeah. wife that's a teacher. And I mean, like you know, it, it. I always said, I said, you know, uh, I forget what the what the um, what. The, oh, you know, I, I went in the I went in the courthouse, you know, and uh, I, I don't mean this at a local level, but I'm just saying, like, you know, it, it blew my mind. Like, I went in the courthouse one day. I think it was paid in property taxes or something, and and go in there and you know the guy at the front had a gun and then you know you got several bailiffs in there you know walking around and they have weapons and that's great i'm perfectly okay with that you know great but you know but then you know you've got all this but you can't stick and that's a state deal that's a state funded deal and then you had the you had these schools and at that time you know school shootings was a was a big topic and i thought you know it really bothered me that we didn't have a uh, we didn't have any form of resource officer and this is not a local school district problem this in my opinion i thought this was a state issue you know because they wanted to jump in the school game and they, and they would protect all these other people you know that were in the state system but they wouldn't protect you know our our kids and our teachers and i and i was i was pretty hot about it and um, you know that's it. i think that that's going back to social media i got People get really. Wor- I got worked up about it, and you know, I was sh- putting stuff. I probably and I need to. St- I've, I've since stayed away from doing that. You know, cause, <laughs> 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 it's it, it's tough to win those it's battles. On. The, it, you, well, you lose friends. I yeah, mean, oh, yeah. You, you know, yeah. there's people you know your whole life, and I mean, I oh, mean, yeah. you'll be at the point you're ready to come through that screen. Oh, I know. I mean, yeah. it just yeah. and um, and you know, everybody, you know, like what you're talking about, you know, how you you feel things maybe evol- elevating a little bit and things like. You know, there was a, there was one somebody rebutted me one time, and they're like, "Oh, you want to you want to raise you know you want to you think the answer is raising your kids around a bunch of weapons?" And I was like, "No, I get your point." However, I'm a realist. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's this stuff's out there. Like, you know, it, I mean, it's. Uh, yeah it, i guess i took that in a direction maybe uh, I shouldn't have
3: well, no and actually you you kind of tripped over something that that is good to you know i get the same thing and yeah. and i've learned i tell you when i was in athens running the drug task force with the oh. a news and very little never retail. got me did you no it uh-huh. no. <laughs> <No. laughs> was, was good somebody, <laughs> go, go back through my records and see but, you know we were busting professors and we were we were searching frat houses if we made usa today one time and all this and i went into and, a frat uh, house
2: every one time and whenever i walked in the door true story they handed me an eight ball of cocaine and a case of natty light oh wow. just welcome walking yeah. in the door
1: well well welcome to our party yeah wow <laughs> <It was. laughs>
2: yeah i will i won't mention the frat house in athens but it was but in but athens it, that's know, that's real like it's in it a
3: liberal, yeah oh you wasn't happy with us at all because they were you know we were Based on our numbers, our exposing folks, some things. Yeah, we you we were supporting their ranking and what yeah, they used true. to have as a top ten party school. And all. Yeah. oh, I bet they hated you. You they know, did. I didn't think they drugs burned were... an effigy of me on campus one time. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, they did. Yeah, I didn't think
2: OU was as bad as uh, with like hard drugs. I mean, obviously, cocaine is a hard drug. I, you know, it was it was there if you wanted it. You took it, but. Um, I did. I can't say nothing like now. Now you're talking twenty years ago too. But yeah. I mean, you know that heroin and meth and all that stuff. You didn't see all that you, stuff.
3: It, no, it's like a lot of recreation. It was recreational and not use. just recreational use. I not. I'm categorizing drugs, but it was it was the marijuana, the L, experimental drugs, LSD. Uh, you might get r- some shrooms, Rohypnol, night. shrooms. Yeah, we uh,
2: ecstasy. You know, you you had you had some of those over there. Nothing nothing crazy though.
3: Once you got outside. I don't want what they call them, townies. You know, you get got yeah. to Gloucester and other places, Wellston, yeah, of yeah, Same Palm as Southern High. High. You get anywhere, and Appalachia. Then you start seeing, it's almost like a difference, like like a working man's, mm-hmm. you know, or you yeah. then you start getting methamphetamine addiction. Uh, heroin wouldn't. Manufactured. Around well, both. Well, yeah. well, that's what, you know, it's easily manufactured. Yeah. yeah. We've seen that wave sweep you know when i was w- working with the uh, everybody uh, you know it, it was out west tied to it. and it just and now it's here yeah but um lost a brother-in-law
2: to it i've lost several friends to it i've put it, uh uh-huh. it's ridiculous um
3: uh-huh. but the another point uh about responding to social media and it, the same rule applies i had a guy tell me over there he said don't ever fight your battle with a man who buys his ink by the barrel and i thought that's pretty good advice, yeah. yeah, and it still can apply <laughs> with social media. Yeah. Every now and then, when I post something on my little class advertisement mm-hmm. that runs around, you'll see someone come in and say, "They shouldn't be doing this, or that shouldn't be allowed there." You or, have what? to get a little bit of that, don't mm-hmm. you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, but yeah and yeah. I just, you know, I've learned best self-defense. Don't be there. I know what I'm about. I know, mm-hmm. how, how I know so. what we're doing is legit and real, and it, it's mm-hmm. if nothing else, it's done with earnestness. I mean, sure. And, Someone else will always jump Who in and say, come it? on, uh-huh. he's teaching people how to protect themselves. I well,
2: love the beep that comes out that says, social media has you all way too comfortable with mouthing off and not getting punched in the <laughs> face. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> I'm, I'm,
2: I'm, I didn't put that as a cover. <laughs> there is some truth in
3: it, too.
2: How are you getting your media You know, we always ask everybody that. So, like, how's a guy like you? I mean, you've you've been worldly here. So, I mean, how are what are you? What are you? uh, How how deep into like Facebook are you? Yeah, like
1: what social media platforms? And like, do you do you consume podcasts or like? It's been it's been a learning curve for me. Mm -hmm.
3: I mean, I had to have cat, my wife you know she's crafty at this stuff and when we first set this page up i think back in 2016 was when we started but i didn't become llc until 17 when all the government requests are rolling in government agencies have but it's been self-taught it's been a learning curve for me uh I get aggravated at Facebook on sponsored ads and boosting, you know, if there's so much print that's, or if it shows this and they're, they're kind of anti-Semite anyway, I think. So you got the logo and, uh, so I fought with them. Instagram, uh, I'm, I'm into that. I'm still learning. I like Instagram. I'm getting so, as far as from my personal enjoyment, Uh you know, uh, I've, I've linked up with all my, my people on Uh there, you know, Uh and I enjoy seeing what's going on. Uh Um, Really? It, it's the other a, ones, I, I'm just, I'm not into. You know, the, the podcasts and stuff I've done. Like Apple. A couple Spotify. Now. YouTube. She, we had the Spotify. We had this, uh, I don't, can you even advertise on Spotify? Kat yeah. said, I, think so. I pay for it. And she splits it with her sister or someone. And, and she said, y- you should get Spotify. I said, I can hear any song I want, anytime. Uh-huh. Cause we were on our way down to West Virginia yesterday. Uh-huh. I mean, she lost service. She says, "Oh, I can't play." I just wanted her to play a Led Zeppelin song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and um, she said, I can't get it. She said, "You should get this." I said, "I can hear any song I want anytime. Oh. Never mind. I'm going to listen to my song." She said, "How?" I said, "Right here. Uh-huh. It's, pl- oh. it's playing now. It's playing now." So, uh, <laughs> but yeah. So as far as those, I haven't. Uh, They're handy. What I've learned is what, what in my opinion, what doesn't work. Uh, Print media I think is out uh-huh. for me uh, it's I'm got a, it's got its place. I make my own flyers and stuff and i'll I'll saturate an area or they if out. I have a host business mm-hmm. they get them. Uh-huh. Uh, flyers
2: i think are hot um we you know we did that stockroom idol a year and a half ago' it was two years ago uh-huh. and uh was gonna it was going to have this year but but uh, one of the girls that that went into the finals uh, she she like really well a lot of two or three of the girls that that hit the finals uh, they hit flyers heavy, and I think it paid off. Like I really watched yeah, that I think it work. Got, them some, got I, I, them some boats, huh? I really do. Yeah, and I've had people tell me like, "Hey, you need to bring uh-huh. a flyer into my work." And yeah, and um, so I think I think that style is still uh,
3: relevant. Well, we, uh, for example, Sharir, hopefully, is coming over in April again because we've had two tactical courses. Um Go to get him on the show? This is, what we, this is what we call our pro course. And this is where we come in and we, we teach Israeli tactics. So we'll do a Deb Krab Maga, we'll do the weapons work, uh-huh. and then we get tactical. You know, we do room clearing and, and so oh, it's cool. it, it yeah, yeah. It, holistic. Um, so we've got that scheduled down in London, Kentucky, down there, the Tennessee border. And uh, the host down there is Center Target Firearms and, and Indoor Training Range, a uh-huh. wonderful facility. And then we'll do one up here in Ohio at Judy Phelps, an on-guard defense right by the castle. If you guys ever been up there? It's a wonderful place. Mm-hmm. I don't think no. so. There'd be your guest. But uh, yeah. she's a fireball. I love yeah. her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, but they've got a – it's better than most military ranges I've been on. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, um, what I do is I'll, I'll I'll work up a flyer with those hosts, and it's just a simple Boom. Yeah. just a word doc here you go i put them both on each side cut it uh-huh. now you got two for one uh-huh. put them on your point of sale and uh i think those generate some interest but i think sure. to make the sale you've got to have that person says hey budge how you doing yeah here's your box of uh five five six hey by the way you've been shooting much like we got some guys coming in you know they're really coming from israel and we're gonna uh-huh. do yeah you've got to have you've got to have that contact yeah uh, yeah so
2: i was talking to a guy that that i thinking in pretty high regard the other day about it. You know, he's got a business that he's, he's trying to get out on social media. And, and um, you know, my thought process for a long time was, well, this is all, you know, you're just seeing fluff and blah, blah, blah. And I, and I think that was maybe a little bit of the pessimist in me <laughs> that was <laughs> coming out. I don't know. <laughs> but I, t- I told him something hit me the other, about a week or two ago. I don't know what it was. But I was like, you know, if you, if you look at the good parts of the social media thing, there's some bad, you know. Don't get me wrong. There's some bad. Yeah. I mean, uh, I you get. I take those deep dives into the comment section sometimes, and I mean, man, you just
1: you better off stay out of those. And I, I, I looked. I, had, yeah. I was yeah. standing in my <laughs> barn today, yeah,
2: yeah. and I was I was feeding the horses, and I was reading comments, and I thought, look at this. Uh-huh. Here I am, forty years old, out here feeding the horses, and I'm just out here scrolling in these yeah. comments, <laughs> reading a bunch of well, shit. Well, that I guys don't care guys, about.
1: guys think of it, man? I mean, you know. We we do dog social media a lot. But but man, you think about it from a business perspective. So if somebody yeah. would have told us twenty years ago that you could touch, you know, a thousand, a million people yeah. with one post. Yeah. I mean phew, yeah you know i mean it changed the game it did as and, far as advertising and things like that
2: and that's what i was telling him i said you know you know if i'm if i'm looking at the positives of that number one yeah. yes you know yeah. boom you know you're yeah, out there, there. It is. Yeah. okay and number two everybody's on it right okay right. number three you know so many times just like you okay you know i mean i've learned a ton about krav maga tonight yep. okay mm. and um at, you know in a great way you know <laughs> and um but i mean so many times things just kind of get lost in the shuffle you yeah know? Uh-huh. and what i think social media is is allowing people to do like there again looking at the positives uh-huh. yes you can paint a picture okay and that might be how you see it and if that's how you see it great And if i see it that way even better but if you don't see it that way then guess what you don't have to look at it. Uh-huh. you know yeah. and it allows you to paint this picture and you can kind of i mean there's people that are living through social media you know and uh-huh. i and i got thinking about that and i thought you know, okay, they're living through social media, and uh, they're portraying this picture. Because, I mean, you know, we're, we're posting on Chubby Bartenders oh, a lot. all the time, yeah. And, uh, you know, you, you kind of get to, like today, for example, today, you saw the Stanley Thermos. Mm-hmm. So here I am, I, me and my dad's out this morning, and we're, we're driving around, and uh, I took him down to the tunnel. Oh, so yeah. He, likes ne- likes he never it. drove through oh, the Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, my God. So, uh, and then uh, we're getting on a hunting lease right beside it. So, uh, you know, here I am, I'm out there with my dad. Just a great Sunday morning with your dad, you know, driving around. And
1: here, my fat ass is over there taking a picture of a Stanley just <laughs> so I can
0: post it <laughs> on, a on a social media. media. Hey. hey, And man. I thought,
1: I bet my dad's hey. looking at me yeah. like, you dumb son bitch. Yeah, yeah. It's Put a, that yeah. It's <laughs> a, away." Hey, it's a it's, grind. It's a grind. did <laughs> <It's a grind. laughs> yeah, yeah. it. Work it. Yeah. yeah yeah it's a grind yeah yeah, but, yeah don't ask yeah yeah i mean it's a grind but you yeah. know
2: it's uh it, it it is a lot of work to to do that you know mm-hmm. but at the same time you know what everything's work
1: and yeah. and it's it is kind of
2: fun i mean yeah. i mean it is fun it, it's fun to do i I love how we're doing it like mm-hmm. you know it's yeah. no well, pressure it, no you know um but it,
1: you know though like i mean I, it's bound to help your classes. Like, when you post the stuff on online of what you guys are doing there and stuff and then then like then we see you guys out in public like you brought your whole class to War X. And, and you and thought, whenever
2: they crossed the finish line, I thought, well, that kicks ass, man. Like, yeah. they're in a group of people that, that they just came out here and ran this race together. I've ran those races. And I'm going to tell you something. Whenever you cross the finish line, I don't give
3: a shit. Make fun of me all you want to. There's a sense of accomplishment. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's what I want. You know, I wanted, I, I've told them all the way prepping up to this thing. I said, look, everyone can do it. Everyone's going to do it we got to do it as a team, and I want them to realize the value of teamwork. Yeah. And how Did you guys kind of have there. a pact
1: like, we're, we're running this together, so we'll, yeah. we'll finish at as, the uh, same point as our slowest guy? Yeah. Or whatever.
3: Well, yeah. I, actually, you're like you're reading my mails. Uh, you know? uh, but <laughs> that, that was some of the stuff. And then what happened was as it got up to the time, I had other people contact me and say, hey, if we start with you, do we have to finish with you? And I said, no. no, just... Mm-hmm. Finish Because yeah, yeah, yeah. they wanted Jake I'd, uh, Jake and I were friends And he said well, here's That a- doesn't surprise me this Jake
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's I love him Oh man. my god I mean it's, it's like this Oh guy. gee I'm surprised That Scott can fit into That band of savages <laughs> Yeah yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> Oh my god man <laughs> you, you have,
1: have you listened to Richards' yet? Oh, no I, No Stevens you I mean, love I mean, Steven too, man. Oh, Stevens too wait, wait till you listen To Stevens' He's my brother. We went pretty deep Into the War Axe uh, Oh we talked about War Axe for a long
2: time And I talked about There was a kidnapping did you know this? Yeah,
1: well, yeah,
3: that's when they do the well, – What they the do, pre- call you for no, instruction? No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Anybody that goes to sleep before midnight is fair game It's uh, when they're all out there together, I guess. So. so, Dan, do you
2: know Dan, Jake's dad? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I've met Dan,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so he was just going to be in the vicinity, and it scared me to death because I'm telling you, I could just see this guy rounding us all up and sticking us in a tree and just, you know, just – chaining us there or something yeah, yeah, yeah. you know tickling us with ants till we pissed we, ourselves yeah yeah yeah, yeah you know? we,
1: we we Pudge and I walk on eggshells around those guys yeah love like, them all to I, death but oh I like, love them um, and I'm so well, glad well like I there. always say I'm so glad there are guys like that in the world and <laughs> yes, Scott I'll throw you yes, into, yes, into that yeah. into that group uh, the guys that, that run at it instead of away from it with yeah. me uh, <laughs> they're they're
3: they're a great bunch and you yeah. know something funny with War X um, who would have thought it oh. takes you know and that goes that speaks to someone's ingenuity and thinking although nah. they have the best well, honestly yeah, i'm gonna do it i've worked with <laughs> a lot of people
2: okay and not that i've worked with these guys a lot but I've, I've worked in conjunction with them a couple times now and um i i've got a chance to get to know them and, mm-hmm. I, and i've got a, you know especially jake man jake and jake's just he's a good dude good solid, solid dude man. yeah god he's great and, uh, and I've got to meet some of the guys that he associate, associates himself with and that are also involved in, in the behind-the-scenes stuff. And uh, what a great crew. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh. like, I don't know that I've ever worked with a crew like that. Like, they, they, they're they all in the, – I mean, it's just – I mean, you you honestly look forward to it, to, to like, helping and, and, yeah. and working with Being a part. Being a part yeah. of it. Like, it's just – it's unbelievable. I mean, you don't get that a lot in Southern Ohio. Uh, no, I, you know, I mean, uh, I'm in business, and business is tough. And I mean, you know, a, a good team
1: is is very important for success. H- have you have you run a lot of those obstacle course races? Or?
3: Yeah, quite a quite a few. You know, how, how did yeah. you
1: How did you rate the Warack well, experience? Well, it's the best,
3: uh, yeah, because <laughs> it it has it has a, a combat simulation yeah. component to it. You know, okay. and there's something, um, God, I don't, Real? I don't know. It
1: just gives you that. Uh, can I get that charge. Not, yeah.
3: Well, I don't want to seem like a warmonger either, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, it adds a, something different to it that you don't get on the other ones. The I mean, other ones, you we're, just bring yeah. your competitive spirit, like guys, we're going to do this. Let's go. Let's get over that
1: wall and yeah. up that cliff and down this and through that pond and
3: all And, that and it had
1: to be fun for you to to watch like the people in your class go out and finish that. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, you
3: know, I mean, I, 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 it was to, to have them with me because yeah. they helped
1: me just as much as. Oh yeah, you know, any we all helped each
3: other, and that yeah. was I loved the fact that. Uh, I could speak to that, not like, I've done a lot of these, this is going to, you're going to have it, you know, yeah. I'll help you through this. No, that's yeah. too condescending. It's like, guys, we can do this together because I've oh, yeah. been in situations before where it takes the team to get it uh-huh. and you are the right people. So we're going to do this. And we're going to do it together. Yeah. Uh-huh. And when we all did it together. Yeah. It was no surprise to me, but man, it felt great. I bet it so, yeah, did. When you guys all came good. across
1: together like that. That was that was well, really oh, cool. It was cool to watch. Uh, yeah, us. we were yeah, we, we were, we were, were off to the side. We just, were drinking. Well, <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. But uh, yeah, but but we were like, wow, man. I mean, we that is that is so cool, man. You, I mean, you talked about
2: that. That reminds me, like, whatever. I, every, that every group has that guy. So we get down to the Spartan and. It's me and Eddie Hughes and a couple other guys, you know, and there's a few other people running around with us that we didn't know, but they kind of grouped up with us. So they take 250 at a time and they put you in this corral. Uh-huh. And you got to jump like a five foot wall to get in this corral. Uh-huh. So, we get, we get this guy in this crowd, you know, he's getting loose, you know, and he's like, yeah, man, you know, here's what you're going to do. You know, and it, you know, I've done it before. I've done it before. <laughs> yeah, man. And, I mean, you could tell about the fourth obstacle. That son bitch wouldn't know better than me. You know. you I've heard enough years yet today, but, you know, yeah. well, we're well, all those, in this those together. Things,
1: well, yeah, those things will, will definitely flatten the curve. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know. I yeah. mean, that's that, – that it's no – You're to uh, go bluff uh, your way over it. No, 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 wall. No, no way, man. <laughs> you know, <laughs>
3: in my – in younger years, if you know, you know, i guess we all have some of that in us but man i've been humbled so many times i've learned <laughs> just just be the gray man just be the gray man sitting back there thinking, okay, this, that, that i think okay i yeah. haven't ran war x because
2: i haven't been in good enough shape and, and i think i i think i now i saw people there this year that it, i i think anybody can do it uh, oh yeah uh honestly i'm glad i saw that because to watch those guys and to know them it was intimidating because, like, I thought, man, these guys, are, I mean, they're just legit. I mean, I, Stephen Richards, for example. Stephen's awesome. Dude, I mean, that guy, he may be the most underestimated guy in Jackson
1: County. Like, I mean, I've seen that guy do stuff that's just unreal. He says you got a nice thing going on Friday mornings over there. We do. We yeah. I, Here lately I've been plagued with some
3: injuries, you know, but before oh, that, shit. and this is something I did every Friday morning. Well, I did it a lot of times a week. But I just I got don't... up whipped ass at 5 a.m. You know, I did it every Friday morning. Yeah. <laughs> <And, laughs> <laughs> Get sometimes the shit out of sometimes <laughs> the bag with me on sometimes oh, yeah. trust me but and it just started it it started growing you know and yeah. I, I said yeah you should come and join me you know so Steven shows up and Ed Skurlock and uh-huh. and and Wayne there's a couple core people and uh-huh. and then Wayne the group, yeah uh-huh. yeah I love Wayne yeah he's a great guy yeah, so Wayne. the group just started growing uh-huh. yeah. and now sometimes they'll be you know but like I said I have many. Uh, you talk about – a couple of things I want to I talk about real quick But was, you know, the perseverance being able to get through this thing. I just went through – I tore ligaments in my leg, so I'm coming back on. Uh-huh. I've got War X coming. I want to put a team together because this is as much as a mental challenge as it is anything. And I knew I wasn't in peak condition, but I wasn't in bad condition, but I had work to do. Uh-huh. And – uh I just got a shot of cortisone in my knee, which now I've injured it. Since oh. then, and <laughs> liquid awesome. I'm liquid telling also. you, oh, I, I went back in time like 15 years. I thought I'm going to put this baby to the test. Yeah. So I started doing these long, these long runs. I,
2: I saw you jogged to Hamden with a weighted vest. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't have a vest on.
3: <laughs> but so yeah, that was one where I thought, okay, that took a it while. after you, you know, whip some, I ran out to <laughs> <by> the, <laughs> out to Stevens' place, out to Richards Brothers. You jogged out there. All the way I only made it house? on 35 because my wife was getting off work. I said, okay, just, I've held you up long enough. Just, I'm at Vega Church. I'll be down there. She picks me up. But, yeah, I could have made it. Th- so the next one I thought. You jogged
2: to VG Road,
3: Vega Road. Yeah. I'll pass here. Whew. So the next time, I thought, I'm going to push a little farther. Down 35. <laughs> so this time I just, no, no, I went on the side yeah. roads up. But, yeah, the next time I ran to Hamden. And uh,
1: that was just in preparation. How old are you?
3: I'll be 58 in February. Jeez, here so, I
1: Man, you make me feel worse. <laughs> no, no. Well, hey,
3: I haven't worked out in a month and a half now. I haven't touched the weight. Wait, I haven't 40 40 done years. anything. So. <laughs> but you, you,
1: are you telling me, though, you kind of limped into War X? Like, you were like, uh, I, I knew. Seven miles, Scott. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you limped it? <laughs> I,
3: I knew that I wasn't in peak condition okay, yeah. how I'd like to be, but right. I also knew because of the people you surround yourself exactly. with, your yeah. team that you're yeah. going
1: to do it. Yeah, you knew gonna, you could do it, and you're going to have fun doing it. Right.
3: Because if you do something that's not fun, guess what? Yeah, it's a lot harder. Yeah. You know, no. if you're having, but like, it, like, yeah, fun if it.
1: you go at it with the right attitude, then it's fine. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. embrace yeah. embrace the suck. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love to have
2: guys like you on because you know, I mean, I it, I think it's easy for guys, me and Chad. You know, we're at 40 years old, and it's real easy to, to hang your hat and and think that you are physically out of the game.
3: No, we're not. No,
1: yeah. And
2: I mean, you just saw it last night with uh, Tyson and Jones. Mm-hmm. I mean, I-, I hated that you guys didn't get a chance to watch that. No,
1: I just, I just, I saw some highlights. Totally
2: different style of show. What do you, th- what do you think about those two going back and fighting like that? Now, I'm telling you, it was different. Like it, whenever I say different, I mean. Mike Tyson seemed like a changed man. Like, he seemed like a. uh, I don't know. Did you have you watched much of him? Oh, yeah. 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 I didn't
3: see last night, but (laughs) Mike Tyson? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So
2: he, you know how like, I mean, he was a savage. Savage Uh Savage. beast. Savage and scary. Uh-huh. You could tell just by his tone of voice. You could tell by his eyes. You could tell by everything. You watched those videos at seventeen years old. Oh my! I mean, oh, and he's just trained, yeah. Unst- he's unstoppable, unstoppable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Now, what was his demeanor different last night? Last
2: or? night he was, he was. I mean, like, and they were busted there again. I think this was the comments I was reading while I was letting my horses eat. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, and people were dogging on him for everything that he, you know he, he did years ago. Uh-huh. And and, uh, and I'm not saying the man's a insane at all. Uh-huh. Um, obviously he's or any he's, of us or any yeah, of us yeah. yeah yeah and um you know he's human and and I'll tell you this he seems like a different he seems like a man that deserves maybe a second chance uh, maybe he doesn't deserve a second chance but I don't know but man he's he's working for it and uh, he like at the end they asked him um, it was it was a very uh, different style fight yeah. because there was no fans you know so like uh-huh. you, you're in a production studio yeah. yeah. okay they had led like bright lights like uh-huh. head high just above the There'd stage there be a
3: handful of people just be like oh.
2: gym being in the gym yeah. It, yeah. you could tell there was yeah. like you could tell there was i mean there was there was several concerts so, like, they had all these rappers come out, like, oh. and even Snoop Dogg is the one that played right before him. Yeah. And Snoop Dogg commentated. I mean, this I heard, deal that I they heard played, I heard someone that, yeah, say yeah. Snoop Dogg
1: should be. Yes. You know <laughs> who their main sponsor was? <laughs> is that? Weed Maps. Oh, okay. Well, they said Tyson uh, blazed up right before right before the fight. I, I don't think Or he I, said that or something. I don't think he did because. He, I don't he, see how you could. Well, I mean, see,
2: he owns his own marijuana yeah, distributing right, thing. Right. Wow. So and, that's probably why he said that, though. No, because he was he was on Rogan, oh, and he I said know. that he had gave up everything. Yeah, and you know, so he's went through this whole mind altering experience at his age. Well, did did he seem less edgy? In, uh, he, m- you could tell m- he more was calculated what, or something. He, or? he was definitely um, he was definitely there to do a job. Uh, Roy Jones Jr. did a great job on not letting him accomplish what I think Tyson set out to do. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, now Tyson also said, like at the end of the fight, they. Um, uh, so hey, let's go back. So it's sponsored by Weed Maps. Do you know what Weed Maps is? No,
3: but I can I can kind
2: of guess. Okay, well, <laughs> we, we, Weed Maps is a uh, is a uh, <clears throat> app on your phone, and if you, you can, look, every dispensary in the world and every product of, of this legal marijuana, either Ingenious. medically. Yeah. And it's on there, so you can type it up, and, you know, like in Jackson Buckeye Botanicals comes up, you know. And here's your closest one. And here's yeah. your closest one. It's like a pharmacy app. It's no different than your CVS app. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And so they sponsor this thing. So the whole time, Snoop Dogg's over there just smoking joints. <laughs> You're kidding. Commentating on this fight. Oh, my God. And, and even, I forget, the, 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 yeah. the one announcer was uh, – um, he was the—he's like a head ring guy. You, you, as soon as you hear his voice, it's almost like he's the guy in the video games. Like mm-hmm. he's got that voice. I You're forget right? his name. Mm-hmm. But uh, he was like, "Oh my God, we're, we're getting—we uh, got a contact buzz going over here from Snoop Dogg. Uh, how you doing over there, Snoop? Tell us what you see. You know, oh, I see a big fat joint, man. I mean, I mean, I mean oh my. Just, my just, I mean, so. But at the same time, I mean, I was watching this, I was thinking these boys have changed the game. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. So they come out, and uh, Roy Jones Jr. he he did a great job. Like what he would do. Tyson was, you could tell Tyson. Tyson was very happy that he they went the distance. Okay. So they they went all. I think it was uh, eight, eight rounds, eight two minute rounds. Yeah. So uh, rounds were just flying by. Like yeah. two minutes are fast to watch, but when you're in there, it's oh, it's a long. oh yeah, I'm sure. It's a long and, time. Uh, yeah. So at the end of the fight. Um, they, they they brought them both up on, like, the ramp, not even in the ring. Okay, so they took them all on the ramp, and they announced that it was a draw. And they asked Mike, was he happy with the draw? And he goes, yeah, man, I'm, I'm real happy. You know, he's like – He's like, uh, I'm just happy I went the distance, man. At my age, you know, and life's about going the distance, and fighting's about going the distance. And, well, and I mean, he and he was just, and so then they asked Roy Jones Jr. You know, he's like, Hell no, I'm not. He's like, uh, I never wanted to end no draw, man. He's like, you know, he's like I'm <laughs> out here to win. And yeah. and, uh, and then you could almost like, like you can tell Tyson's like keeping things at bay because like whenever Roy Jones said that, Tyson was like, yeah. you know, and not want to wake but, that up. But the, yeah, but then he like real quickly, he like, tur- he's like, Oh man, Roy, you know, we gotta get you on the next card, man. We're gonna do. This this again we're going to do this again uh, yeah. and then, so then they asked him the uh, the announcer was like mike do you feel like you'd want to do this um uh, in like a uh, a title series or, or a, a championship fight and he was like no you know we're humanitarians now and and he was like "Wow, exhibition's <laughs> yeah. fine but i th- i mean he still had the power uh-huh. I will say that the fight looked slower than the training videos. Like, you know, you can do a lot with a video. And I'm not saying Uh that they faked any of that Uh at all. But I'm saying, like, they can piece things and put some music behind Uh it. Did his
3: style... Change in any way, or did you it look t- like, like he would younger. still come
2: out and he would do his little kicking out? You know how he'd kick out a little bit in the beginning and like kind of borderline running place yeah. at you. Uh-huh. He would he he did some of that. Roy Jones Jr. He had the you know the you know he was he was a given one of them. I mean they both fought. guys are legends, man. Yeah, and like so then Roy would like so Roy tied him up every time. Like you know he could tell that he he was not trying
1: to get in the way. of Yeah, yeah. Can you blame that's that's probably the the best strategy you could possibly. Worked. I do. I it mean, worked. Yeah.
3: Oh, you can't afford a mistake no. with Tyson. I mean, oh, any one. That's it. Yeah. yeah. And so it was the 220 to
2: 210 weight class. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, Roy's got him by three years. Roy had just fought three years ago. Tyson hadn't fought in 15 years. Wow. I think that would be a huge disadvantage. Oh, my. Uh, you know, 15 years is a long time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Three years is not. I mean, no. like, like whenever they were, like, Roy Jones Jr. is retired and he's coming back. His last fight was three years ago. I'm like, well, shit, man, I don't know. You can throw him up against Tyson. Like, Ooh, he's kind oh. of fresh off the boat, you know I, what know. I mean? So... I don't know It was a slower fight But at the same time Like you know It didn't have the music Like the training videos uh-huh. did You know There was to, no crowd hype, yeah. Yeah. you know There was uh, oh, Snoop Dogg smoking again. weed no, do it again. You know It was just kind of slower and more Like they even told you Roll up your favorite fat one And enjoy
1: this oh, fight Oh my goodness like, Oh was, my goodness It was, <laughs> it was uh, Well I'll have, I, I mean I, I would say That they'll do that again Man oh. I mean But I remember When Tyson was on Rogue And he goes Man you know This is It's exhibition We, we want to see you know how good we are, what we can do. He goes, I, I don't want anybody to get hurt. You know, he made that comment, so I figured he was probably pretty pleased after the fight. The, with Roy, the it sounds like it ended. wisdom and maturity yeah, is kind of prevailing.
2: When him. Roy would tie him up, I mean, he, oh. you know how he still like he had that way of like, you know, and like yeah. he would shift his whole body, uh-huh. you know, and like it was, like, boom. Yeah. I mean, his counter yeah. was just unbelievable, uh-huh. and like it was almost like he was countering the. You know, whenever Roy would tie him up, he was countering his tie up with just breaking uh-huh. ribs. And I mean, Roy would go back and, I mean, two minutes around, so I mean, it would go by pretty quick as a, as a spectator. Uh-huh. He would go back to the to his stool. Because, yeah. <laughs> I, mean,
0: I mean, I'm sure <laughs> he was, he was just breath out oh, yeah, good. Oh Disrupt God. God. And, everything. And, and Tyson just. <clears throat> Yeah. and I yeah. mean, it, oh, I thought. God.
1: D- did anybody land a, a clean shot? Roy Jones caught him with the left hook one time. Really? Mm-hmm. Did, did it phase him a little better? Oh, uh, he hit him.
2: Yeah. Uh, and like Tyson's. so like, uh, I forget that that announcer's name. He asked Tyson at the end. He goes, uh, "You know, so what did you? You know, you know he he was hitting you, and so what, you know what did you do after you caught that left jab and or left hook? And and Tyson goes, "Well, I went to Plan B, and I hit him back." <laughs> <laughs> It was great. I mean, yeah. I, I thought. I mean, was it the most exciting fight? I mean, like, I think that the UFC uh, has. It, it seems to be pretty
1: exciting.
3: Yeah, yeah. I
1: yeah. Well, where where do you fall on that, Scott? Are you like a, a purist, uh, boxing guy, or or what do you? How do you like the MMA? And uh,
3: oh, yeah, I I, I enjoy yeah. I enjoy MMA more uh, than boxing. Okay, uh, here's here's where my dissatisfaction kind of comes in with with ufc um when it became uh more of the flamboyant you know you kind of begin to see it drift almost towards the wwe and a lot of the show and weigh-ins and all that and i'm just thinking see don i'm not i'm not into that Uh, so you now
2: so you didn't like the conor mcgregor uh floyd mayweather debacle no no i didn't but i gotta
3: tell you what you know when you watch these guys some of these guys um some of them I've enjoyed watching so much over the years. I can't tell you a whole much about it, but you watch. You know, I know that this guy is, is a BJJ. He's a ground fighter, and this guy's a striker. And you think, oh, my God, they're both dangerous in their own elements. So What happens when you mash them together and you right, start yeah, saying, right. you, know, if he, you know, if he can't take him down, he's going to pound him standing up. Oh, but if that, he gets him down, then he's in a different world down yeah, there. and oh, be. Right. Medoff, man, so you that get guy to right see right. all this, you know. So when you go back even farther with the uh, – you know, there are some fighters, man. I just have a lot of respect for not because of the way they conducted themselves in and out of the octagon, uh-huh. uh, and then there's other fighters. Uh, not that they didn't conduct themselves right, but just their style. Clay Guida. You don't hear yeah. much. You yeah, don't, hear don't hear much, much about right. Clay Guida. He is uh-huh. coming back, but he was so aggressive and he was so relentless. He just stayed on like like uh-huh. it's like a pit bull. Yeah, he just kept fighting and. Uh-huh. Man, it's hard to it's hard to deal with somebody like I that. I loved
2: like the Tito Ortiz Chuck Liddell saga
3: back in that era, yeah, that, that whole era. Yeah, but Tito was one of them that you just get Tito turned off of,
1: by. It's like, pff. yeah, so you're, you're, you're telling me like you're kind of the guy that like you believe the the UFC like that should be that's a sport, so there should be some class uh, amongst competitors.
3: I, I yeah, I, I you know I think the entertainment should be focused more on the 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 skills rather than. Uh-huh what the, color your hair is and how loud you are yeah, and what's yeah. the most insulting thing you can say because to me, that just takes it down another yeah, another yeah, road. Yeah. Yeah. And
2: well, I always try to look at the positive and the positive is it entertains the shit out of
1: me. It does, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it Everyone has their own well, taste. you, you man, know, yeah. it's, it, it's violent, man. I mean, it's, it's
2: you yeah. know. It, it, maybe I need to come see you because I've always <laughs> been scared to death. You've probably heard me say this on the show. You know, I'm in the bar all the time, you know, and yeah. uh, now, with COVID, you know, things just winding down a little bit earlier so it's not that big an issue but, uh you know, I'm scared to death one of these times where I'm going to have to get somebody out of there and they're going to be trained. You know, I think I can handle YouTube trained, but if like they're... <laughs> if they're legit, if yeah. They legit. Well, i tell you what I learned, I learned real early on that whenever I was in there, I wasn't drinking. Mm-hmm you know yeah uh, well
1: that that creates probably the the best uh scenario uh the, the 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 greatest single advantage is a guy being sober versus a guy that's, I found that's, it that's, that's drunk yeah, yeah I, I found, I found yeah, it out
2: yeah, yeah. and uh,
1: and i didn't like it uh, you know oh.
2: and not and, and it's not the fact of anything bad happened but it was the fact that i probably i i was in there i was done i was hanging out with my buddies and then something happens well who's got you know at that point in time i was you know kind of in there as a, as a patron. Uh, yeah. You know, so yeah. Much as much I mean, you're, I'm not ever just a patron, but I'm saying no. Yeah, I know. And, uh, so then you got to get up and it, maybe if I hadn't had a little sauce in me, I would have probably handled that a little bit better. Um,
3: but you know, well, there's a lot of is. dynamics come into play on stuff. I know one of the classes I teach is pre fight indicators. Mm-hmm. You know, what are you looking for? What, what should I be looking for? Yeah. And it, it goes on, you know, it, really and this goes this feeds back into the philosophy of things and knowing how to read the tea leaves and, and then you make your decision based on the analysis you've you've applied to the facts at hand and i love it sounds like get your brain working yeah uh-huh. get, get your brain working and assess this situation is this something i want to get involved with or if i have to get involved with it uh uh-huh. how can i best handle this
1: mm-hmm. you know but um sounds like so much of it is also about like where you position yourself in the room or, oh, or yeah. like where, oh, yeah. you know, like stuff that you don't think about I unless you're trained. I, you got,
2: I got a buddy. I bust his balls all the time, Eddie Hughes. You know oh. Eddie's a good guy. Oh, yeah. Don't give him any credit. <laughs> all, but feel free to roast his ass. Eddie, you're a good guy, oh, man. Yeah, I got to give him a plug. He had a mortgage the other day, 1.75%, so I yeah, got to yeah. give him a plug. Yeah, he yeah. does a lot for me. But... Uh, Eddie, uh, he he trained with Curtis for a while uh, years ago. I, I think I don't know the whole backstory behind all that, but I know that they they worked together some years yeah. ago. And I think Eddie went and did some competitions and and uh, I learned this from him. You know, we was at the, we was somewhere one night and uh, and I was like, but you just stick that chin out there, like you know, like it's you know, you're just putting a target on that chin, like you got to quit that. <laughs> and he's like, oh, but i I'll, I'll never swing first. And I was like, what do you mean? He goes, oh, I'll catch him off balance. And, like, so, he's, and so he showed me how he does that. And just – and I thought, my God, what a deadly move this could be. You know, and just one little move could just really save you, you know. If you can get out of the way of if that you, first one. Well, that's the kicker. That's <laughs> the kicker, yeah. And that's what i got to get better at. But, yeah, yeah. But, yeah but he – uh he talk, I mean, it's amazing just how, like, little things like that, you know, especially when it comes to the actual combat of the situation. Not so well, much self-awareness, but, yeah. you know, because if you know that it's coming, that's a, you know, it all kind of comes in there together. Yeah,
3: if you get to you know, like, dude, I don't want any trouble, man. I, you know, sorry, I thought you were somebody. You know, you yeah. start, but in my mind, yeah, uh, I'm already You're, you're thinking, gearing up. Yeah. Here yeah. it goes. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then once you go, this is where the Krav go or uh-huh. the yeah. Bondo, and, you know, it just, you keep, yeah. I keep going until what I call the threat is neutralized. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then when that happens, you don't stand over them and gloat. You don't be like, eh, yeah, I'm out of there. Yeah. uh uh-huh. Krav Maga, no rules. Anything is a weapon. Yeah. And uh-huh. see, so you know, back on the competition yep. thing. Yeah. That, yep. that ashtray, yeah. bam, bam. bam, bam. Yeah. You know, yeah. this Mike, whatever I've got to do yeah. to get out of here. Yeah. Or You're accomplish yeah, or yeah, deal yeah, right. with the next person. So, right. Um. I know it's getting late for you guys. One thing, this, I, I teach this every seminar. This uh-huh. is simple. And I want you guys to start doing this. Uh-huh. Share it with your family and friends. It's an easy one. I call it the 10-second game because it takes about 10 seconds to play. And watch how things begin to click in your mind. Maybe you're already doing this, but I'll simplify it make it a 10-second game. Three things we look for. Okay. Right. First thing I walk into a room. I did it when I came in here. Not only am I fascinated with this whole structure, but the first thing I want to know, where are my entrances and where are my exits? Uh-huh. Yeah. Good to know. Yep. Where does that door go? Where does yeah. this door go? Oh. See, we're friends, so I can yeah. ask these questions. Yeah, Otherwise, yeah. I've got to guess. Yeah. Right. Entrance to the next. Second thing is in the room make me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And you make a note of that person. Sure. You make a decision right then and there. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's, uh, you, you know, Chad and I had trouble last week. I uh-huh. had to throw this guy out of the bar or whatever. Uh-huh. Okay, I'm like, yeah. hey, he was, you know, I don't want to be here. Come yeah. on, honey, let's go. Let's find somewhere else to go. Right. So you have to make that decision or you stay and keep an eye on him. Yeah. Uh-huh. And the third thing is identify anything in the room you can use as a weapon if you have to, to protect and defend yourself. Start playing that game. takes 10 seconds. Hey, guys, how you doing? Man, I'm glad to be here. This is place is really cool. Right off the bat, you yeah. start looking at things, and it'll help you. Yeah. That'll save you. That's awesome. 10-second game. That's awesome. 10-second game. Doorways, exits. Anyone makes you feel uncomfortable, what can I use as a weapon if I have to? Welcome to Krav Maga. That's great. There's lessons. There you go. There's There's your Jason Bourne lesson. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) So where can they
2: find you at? They can find you right now. Um, Are you still
3: classed on? Uh, The only place I've got going is the YMCA on Monday night. Okay, that's yeah. the only regular class. The rest of it is seminars here. Can, can there. new people
1: come any class, or oh, do yeah. they have to start at the at a yeah. certain point? Or is
3: no, 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 no. It's a rolling curriculum anyway. Okay. So even I'm, if they jump in, like tomorrow night, I'm going to be teaching. Actually, I'm introducing the class to defense tomorrow okay. because now I've taught them enough of what we call combatives, uh-huh. which translates to that. punching, elbows, and yeah. headbutts, and all yeah. the other dirty stuff you do. Um, what I need to do is put them. Put them in a in a scenario where their their hard drive can link that and begin to write code on their brain. So now mm-hmm. they know when to use it to link it all together. Boom to go. Okay. So right. I just so don't want to punch. Yeah. I don't want to back up. Punches. So there's not a
2: so whenever you're whenever you go to a class, and I think this is an important topic to, to discuss uh, or talk about. I guess um, if you, if you did decide to go to the Y to get to your class, you know you're not. It's not necessarily that you are getting uh, entry level. It's more of a, hey, you're going to jump in, and here's today's lesson. That's it. Now, today's lesson is not you don't need, biggest part of the time, you probably won't need yesterday's knowledge. It'll be a new lesson.
3: No, no, you're absolutely right. And the things I tell people, I say, look, don't be apprehensive. Don't be timid about it. First of all, we've, we have created a very tribe-like feel, and that's become one of my little catchphrases, you know, find your tribe with us. Right, kind of
2: Zumba-ish, not
3: not Zumba-ish, no, it, but the style of the
2: class, as far as everybody can jump in here at any time. Yeah, it must be very time. welcoming.
3: I yeah, mean, I mean, uh, everybody's always glad to see each other, sure. and you can just insert, you can jump in at any time. Yep. Uh-huh. And you know, I'm going to make sure that it makes sense to you. Yeah. Um.
2: I've watched your classes. You're not like screaming at the, You're not. I mean, you're no. you're encouraging them. Yeah, you too. Yeah. You want to build That's one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on here. I thought, that's a good dude right there. No, you think, know, yeah. oh, But, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I watched – Hell, I'm sitting over there, there, and I mean, you know, I'm watching my kid just run sprints, you know, so I'm like, hey,
3: let's put on over here. So, so
1: <laughs> if, if people wanted more information, can they check out uh, – are you guys on Facebook? Or yep, are you on yep.
3: A, you know? Southern, Southern Ohio, Crab Maga, Facebook. Okay. So, uh, and Instagram. Instagram is – yeah, it's Southern Ohio Crab Magab. And I think she she did the account for me. I think yeah. it's got a number 1 in front of some she had to do something different. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's it, both of them are Southern Ohio. Oh, my God. Okay, yeah, if you search that, I'm sure it'll come yeah. up. So. Man, we really appreciate we you coming really on We really appreciate show, your man. time, man. That, really you know, interesting. Guys, thank man. you. I've had a blast. We didn't get into any of the well, stuff. Well, we're just going to have left. to do it again. Well, yeah, yeah. We'll, that's you, that's, we'll have that's you back. what we always ask. Yeah, we'll have yeah. you back. So, uh, yeah,
1: it, it'll yeah. be it'll be Scott King Part 2. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So You'll be able to
2: see this episode on YouTube. You can listen yep. to it on Spotify and yep. Chubby Bartenders.
1: Yeah. I I uh, I music or uh, the Apple. Apple Podcast, Apple Podcast. And yeah. Just like and share, mm-hmm. subscribe. Yeah. You guys are going to bring me
3: to the next level on social media. Oh, yeah. you got to oh, check yeah. it out, yeah. man. My mentors. Yeah. Now, a lot of yeah. people <laughs> like to listen to
2: it and watch it on YouTube. So if yeah. you want to listen that's and watch, I pick yeah. you guys up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm a, I'm a more of a sit my phone down. I like to. I, I tell you what, I really like to do. I don't know if you do this or not. I really like to throw my earbuds in at night. And and that's that's what I do to go to sleep.
3: Lesson to a podcast. Pudge, looks <laughs> I'm still old school. I I read. Oh, oh, I, I a by book your library. Yeah. My you know my wife says how do you do that because I've got a I've got an upstairs book by the bed. I've got a downstairs book in the living room and I got you got two you or three, see three of I'm at one time. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. but she'll yeah. say I don't know. I said I don't know. I can just go from right where I left. I, I never
1: picked yeah. that yeah. up, man. I, I never read.ing Do you really? Do you read it. a lot? I did. You know I've kind of I've kind of shifted into the. Podcast, podcasts yeah. a lot but uh yeah i used to read a, a bunch yeah
2: I, i've read some you know i'm a sales guy so right. you know, i'm gonna read some but yeah. you know there's always some guy wanting to fire you up <laughs> but you know what i noticed i i really did I maybe now, i don't know what style of books you're reading um but like in the sales world chad will vouch for <laughs> this it's always about you know you had your zig Ziglers and your uh, what was byler's boy uh tom uh Oh man, uh, he's
1: gonna kill us, gonna kill us. I can't uh, think. Of... That guy was great. Too. Yeah,
2: well, he was good. Tom, <laughs> um, uh... oh. I don't
1: know.
2: Gosh, I can't. But <laughs> you know, you have all these sales things, and you know, I noticed. Uh, I read a couple of those, and you know, the only son of a bitch that's gonna do it to you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. You're, right. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, You're absolutely. I listen right. to yeah, these yeah, guys, yeah. or I want, or I've read some of these guys, and I'm not yeah. saying they're not good. I mean, they're good. Oh, they, you
1: can pick something out of anything, but uh, you know, you, you, you look at those those motivational things like that, yeah. and it's like, hey, man, none of that shit works, yeah. unless you do. Unless, <laughs> unless you <laughs> do. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I, I'm not into the science fiction or or fiction. You know, I like I like military history. You guys oh, yeah, I got, that got out. a book yeah,
2: I yeah. I need to give you. Uh, I, I need it back because okay. it was—it's my only copy. Okay, what is it? Um, it's called Across the Pond, and uh, I don't know if you know this guy. Do you know this guy, Mike McCormick? I know a Mike McCormick from Oak Hill. Uh, no, this guy is from Jackson, and uh, he graduated, I believe, in the class of '67 or '68. Mm-hmm. And um, he was real good friends with my dad. His his dad was Ralph McCormick, who was the
3: s- uh, s- school, school superintendent, school
2: super, the county school y- superintendent. Yeah. Yes. Um, So, uh, Ralph, okay, and to my knowledge, don't, nobody, don't kill me. Uh, (laughs) uh, To my knowledge, the uh, uh, fat ginger in the, uh, what do you call it, flannel shirt, Scott, take him out. (laughs) uh, Right now? Yeah. But uh, to my knowledge, he is the highest decorated Vietnam soldier in Jackson County
3: history. I, I I'll give the book to my knowledge. I'd Love to read that. Book. And it's
2: called Across the Pond. And it's it's basically his. It's only about sixty or seventy pages. Um, and um, it's he went in and he, it was down to him and another guy in his uh, battalion. Right? Yep. Yep. Could be. Yeah. And yeah. Um, and he was overtaken by the Vietnamese and he took out their battalion. Wow. And uh, he just passed away. Uh, sorry to say uh he was he was a wild man you could tell that vietnam had got him um i was around him on several occasions since i was a, a child he, he would come back to see his mom and dad his his, his mom and dad uh, were great people they uh, they were horse people with my dad and stuff yeah uh, so i always knew the family and um so when Mike would come home, he'd usually come see my dad, and I'd have run-ins with him here and there. And, and uh, when he first, when he he just moved back to Jackson about three years ago, probably two, three years ago, and then uh, he came and he was he bought a huge farm. Was, he was single, and um, the first like in September it got cold, and he he'd been in California for the last forty, fifty years, and yeah. uh, he just uh, dealt with this, and he went back. <laughs> uh, but he was he was one of those guys that you know the military. Um, had really like, I don't want to say it's. It, I guess it had scarred him. I mean, you know, I don't know what he went through. I I, I read the book, but I mean, yeah. I, I I never lived it. Um, but I um, mean, he was a very a lot like you say. He was a very. You could tell whenever he walked into a room, like you you could just tell that uh, that he was always aware, dialed in. He was dialed, dialed in. in yeah. uh, he was also a man that was very chest out, come get some type of a guy. Deal with it. Uh, deal with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'd love to read the book. It's uh, especially
3: it's, the local connection. I mean, that's, oh, yeah. to me, that's
2: there's that, and then there's another one. Uh, I'll have to get you a copy. I'd love to introduce you to this guy. His name's Irv Charrington, and uh, he's my neighbor out there. I don't know if you knew Irv or not. Oh, he's one of the best. Man, that sounds familiar. One of the best, and uh, another Vietnam guy. And um, so, long story short, he writes. A, he writes a book. And um, I forget what it's called, but he let me read it. And he he, um, it's it's a short story, but whenever he was in the Vietnam, the guy that he was, you know, his bunk partner or mm-hmm. whatever, okay, big buddies, and I guess they're in the barracks or somewhere, and they was in the shit, you know, and they said, uh, they said if we ever get out of this alive, we're gonna float to Mississippi, okay. So years go by, years go by. Irv has a a metal business down the road in noki and and somehow I'm not going to get this story right but somehow uh somebody came in that they were buying metal off of or something and they said where they were from and Irv said something along the lines of well I had a good friend from there you know and uh and they and the guy and he said something like uh Irv, Irv said he asked Irv who was it and Irv said, saidAh oh, you wouldn't know him and he said I'd try me." And uh, he said it. And I guess it was the guy's like father-in-law, or there was some connection there. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So they get together. Like I, I think it was within the last ten years. And Irv's probably seventy-three, seventy-four, maybe, maybe seventy-five. I wow. don't think he's seventy-five. He's probably seventy-three. Um, but so, so they get together in the last ten years or so, and they go float to Mississippi. <laughs>
3: that's a movie. I mean, that should be. Yeah. <laughs> that's you know, that's I fate. That, that yeah. In, in,
2: yeah. Yeah. That's of happening, and they did it in a pontoon boat. And uh, they took all their stuff and they floated to Mississippi. Oh, <laughs> savages! That just man. That gets oh. tugs at my heart. though. Oh, yeah. It's Like, yeah, do it, guys, yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah. 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 it's uh, yeah. it's great. So, but, man, hey, thanks for coming. Thanks on. for coming on, yep. man. Really Thank enjoyed it. Thank you guys it, for having, having me. Really it enjoyed again. it. Yeah. 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 Take care, man. All right, buddy. Yeah. Thank, Thank you guys. Thanks so guys. much. See you. Yeah.